0: Call
1: it again. Convincing idiots. Convincing idiots.
2: I called it ham gravy.
0: <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion. The stat man, Brian Fisher. These kids today. Single all the way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time.
2: I need to get Grandma a present, <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yo yo yo. I'm the millennial saint.
0: Friends representing three different generations—that's our whole shtick. That's our thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the sea breeze,
0: <laughs> holding <laughs> a turd, just mightily. <laughs>
3: I'm just going to hit
2: <laughs> Anyway, on a lighter note, uh... and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast, boys and girls. Welcome to the show. This is convincing idiots. My name's Dean. The Xennial. I'm Brian Gen X. And I am the
0: resident millennial around here. My name is Nick. And if this is your first time joining us, uh, we are three friends who get together just about every week and talk about uh, all different kinds of nerd and pop culture things.
2: Just about. As we just about. We get together every week. Pretty, that's
0: what I said. Just about. We, I'm part of we. So just about every week. I'm on quite a streak. This you
2: is, said we, we. This is
0: two in a row, I think, for me now, or three in a row. So here we go. Wow. Yes, that's right. Quite quite the street going. Stepping it up, stepping it up. I like to I like like to pull my weight around here. Anyway, uh we get together every week, talk about nerd and pop culture things, uh matters, things of that nature that matter to us, may or may not matter to you, but if you this is your first time joining us, welcome. Uh please go to all of our social media accounts and like, subscribe, rate, review, follow. Do all the things, okay? And if you would like uh, links to all of those uh, social media platforms, you can go to our link tree. Just Google Convincing Idiots, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, and there you're going to have nice links for uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram... Uh, TikTok, our email addresses on there, as well as different platforms that you can listen to our podcast. Uh, You can also go for that information to our website. That is convincingidiots.wordpress.com. And while you're there, poke around. Maybe you'd like to know a little something about us. Maybe you'd like to help out the show. Maybe you just think you're weird looking and you'd like to use that in your hurtful comments online afterwards. We're fine with all of it. So for or what you do in the dark that, when your mom's not watching. Mm-hmm, that is correct. So for uh, this week, uh, we have joined together in the name of justice. We have joined together in the name of vengeance. Martha. And we have joined together by the commonality of our mother's first names. We are going to be speaking later on this evening about none other than The Batman, the movie. Yes, Uh, as well as... I thought you were talking about we were gonna be docking each other. Hmm. As well as uh, our favorite, some of our favorite Batman content over the years. Uh, Movies, actors, villains, portrayals, all these things. Uh, So if you're interested in The Batman, and you have not seen the film, I would quickly run out, pause this podcast, mm-hmm. listen to the first half. When we go to break, pause it, run out, watch the movie, come right back, pick right back up where you left back, where you left off, and listen to the second half. Uh, so mm-hmm. there will be definitely spoilers, so just be aware. Uh, but for the first half, we
2: are spoiling and spoiling.
0: For the first half, you are safe. For the first half, we're just gonna hang out, talk a little bit, see what's going on with everybody, even though uh, we spent a good chunk of this weekend together, so we all know what's going on. But let's start with Dean. Dean, what have you been up to since we last spoke on, uh, well, on the airwaves? Well,
2: um, let's start with, I got a new pen. Nice. Um, wh- uh, uh, black or blue ink? Yeah. Uh, black. Uh, and get this, the pen can write underwater. Hmm. and and it can write other words too.
0: You know it would be great for a pen that writes underwater? If something uh, something terrible, some natural disaster happened to your home, perhaps if you found it underwater, you would be able to write down important information with that underwater pen, like, I don't know,
2: phone numbers or something. Well, shit. I got things listed here. Um... <laughs> What did we talk about with helping with the goddamn segue? I know. I have a set of routines here, and you've just ruined, like, five pages here. You did five pages of intro prep work to talk about what you did since last week? I am a professional. I can be... Okay, fine. Let me do the read since Nick is making me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're
1: not getting out what? of fucking, how I've got are no you choice. Without, the, without the read, man. Yeah, I guess. Let's go. time, mm-hmm.
2: Crunch. Get the right. Batman. Come on. <clears throat> Let me tell you, Blake Insurance is an eerie insurance agency located right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business. Oh, did I mention life insurance? They also provide li- provide life insurance. <clears throat> With honesty, decency, and affordability, Erie Insurance is above all else in uh, uh, service. Call two three four five seven one five three five nine. Did you hear me? I will say it again: two three four five seven one five three five nine. Or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. Make sure to tell them. Commencing idiots sent you. Thank you. Okay, enough of Very all the business. Would, would you get to what you did this weekend? <laughs> what have you been up to? Why won't
0: you tell us what you've been doing?
2: <clears throat> I want to tell you about my pen and, and insurance, but fine. I will tell you what I've personally been up to. Uh, my beautiful, amazing, lovely girlfriend, Megan, had a birthday. The birthday girl. Uh, we all went out and celebrated for her birthday. Uh, you. Oh, and you. We celebrated her birthday. We went uh, downtown uh, Wadsworth, Ohio. The WAD, as the some, kids call it. The WAD. I don't think anybody <laughs> pretty sure the kids. It the pretty wad. sure the kids call it the WAD. No. Go on. That, sounds, that sounds icky. I, uh, I got my ears to the streets. Well, they call it the WAD. <laughs> Nick was all over the WAD. Let me tell you that. You should sell that to the, the, the uh, local community. Like, I, they, I they think they'd buy
3: like,
1: it. It's like banners in on downtown, downtown wad.
2: That's right. Or okay. So, so like we. That. Yeah. So, so Nick was a uh, was in the wad mm-hmm. and all WOD, of us were in the wad town. Wad. Yep. Mm-hmm. town. Um, I like wad town USA. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. We we had, we had barbecue. We had beer. We had laughs. We had flossing, and not the kind mm-hmm. with teeth. I mean, yes. we, we probably did that too. We but did have flossing at the. At the bar we had flossing
0: and it's uh, on video. I would say it bordered competitive flossing if there is such a thing.
2: For for who? Who, I just, was, who was competitive? I in feel that? like it was competitive. I, I lost really No, it bad. was
0: like a competitive like to the outside world, like to, to,
2: to, to you yourself. Know, show your skills. <laughs> yeah. Cause you were going <laughs> as Nick a floss off. In the wad. Yeah. The floss off. You Nick won the floss off. I I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I watched WrestleMania and uh, and had a good time. So that's cool. That's the only thing with me besides my new pen. If I can tell you more about it, but never mind. All I need
0: to know is whether or you not got... it writes Blake Insurance Agency's number down. You mother. Yes, yes, it does. Good. It does. Is there more about the pen? What's
2: what? N- no, no. Just throwing away your show, Brian. Pro. Brian, <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, Friday night's nice evening with Allie. Saturday, of
1: course, as you mentioned, we all got together. Allie wasn't feeling that well, unfortunately. I had to take her back home. She's okay now. Just to, Good. had to get some rest that evening. But we had a great time Saturday night together. And then Sunday... You didn't floss. Nope, I did not floss. Uh, Just the teeth. And uh, yeah. Allie's dad turned 75 years of age on Saturday, so we had wow. a rog- Rogalski celebration on Sunday. Uh, went out to lunch with her lovely family and back to their house and visit and ice cream and cake and all that. So that was very nice. And uh, saw another friend for her birthday, Co- Cooper's wife, Amy, stopped by there Sunday evening, visited with them for a while. So a nice birthday, family friend-filled weekend. So you, very nice. You were all about the
2: birthdays this weekend. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Yeah,
0: yeah, Definitely. Definitely, definitely was.
1: Nick, how are you? So I your,
2: am well. I was your, uh, not, not that you? we care.
0: I am well, also. I uh, also went out for Megan's birthday party, as as was mentioned.
2: Did you get a? Do you have a pen? Did you buy a pen? I didn't
0: buy a pen. No. Okay. I have this one that clicks like normal, and it works just <laughs> fine. And it also writes uh, Blake Insurance Agency's number wherever I would like to put it. So that's that's nice. I can I can write it on my that's hand? Right. I can write it on a paper.
2: Yep. Yeah. I got somewhere you can stick it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm open to options. I, right I like
0: functionality in a pen. Well,
2: I would probably suggest you stick it in, in your seat. I don't know. Maybe maybe the one you're on or maybe the one that would ride on an electric bike sometime. No. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Very good. <laughs> in the first half of the show, we're going to do both ad reads. All right. Well, <laughs> well let me I just a, tell you a little bit about <laughs> the seats on electric bikes. You might have apprehensive thoughts about electric Bike seats are they cushion enough for my <laughs> for my needs? Yes, I don't. I can't speak for all electric bike cushions, but I can speak for the ones at our friends at RPM Bike Shops.
2: And Nick's Nick's butt's normally very sore. So. That's right,
0: located mm-hmm. in Carrollton, Ohio. So if you're out there and you got a sore bum and you need some extra padding on that some bitch, <laughs> you better go to RPM Bike Shops for your electric bike because their seats have got what your butts needs. Okay, so just Google. RPM Bike Shop, you can do that. You can also go to their Facebook and just search up RPM Bike Shop. You can also give them a call, 330-808-7792. And our friends located in Carrollton, Ohio at RPM Bike Shop will hook you up with a nice, soft, plush, cushiony electric bike for you to put your buns in today.
2: All right. Well done, sir. Thank you. Well done. Thank you.
0: Thanks for the setup, Dean. I appreciate and value the work that you do to help me in that moment. You do not. Thank you. You are a man. I am appreciative of you. Uh, No, it was a good weekend, though. I definitely paid for Saturday on Sunday. Uh, I was not feeling great. Mm. I was not feeling great on Sunday. Had a rough start to the day there. Uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, after some some good rest, a little bit of Gatorade in the system, And some violent Mm -hmm. vomiting. I was back to uh, normal in no time. Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
2: But uh, yeah, just a little little bit. Just a little violent vomiting.
0: Just a touch
2: of violent vomiting. Um, (laughs) A little violent violent vomiting. I think we found our show
0: name. (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. It was good. It was a fun time (laughs) with you guys. Good time uh, flossing and and having some delicious beers and uh, playing Jenga. The Jenga was very intense. That was fun. I'm always down for a good Jenga battle. That was fun. Absolutely. So, yeah, but uh, other than that, just hanging out with my, with my family. The kids are on spring break this week, so that's cool. Hanging out with them, and I've uh, got some plans later in the week that I will not disclose just yet, but uh, looking forward mm. to something a little later in the week that the boys aren't aware of. Mm. So, yeah, just been hanging out, watching some hockey, watching my beautiful, perfect Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs break more records. Good night, buddy. So, it's good good stuff, good stuff. But that's about it.
2: All right. Breaking records, well, huh? Breaking
0: records. Good. Shatter. Good. 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 Yes.
2: When's are hmm. when you guys coming up with the playoffs? What is, that's in June, right? Um, let's see. Yes, we will be.
0: It'll well, it'll start the beginning of May. This is the last month, so June is usually when the when the Stanley Cup is awarded. But this year, okay. the, you know the, the season started a little late. They're still trying to make up time from COVID layoffs and things like that, and trying to get back on the sure. correct schedule. But uh, playoffs should start at the beginning of May.
2: Good. Yes. Fantastic. All right. Okay. How
0: about uh
1: idiot reviews here, fellas? You watch anything interesting since uh our last
0: Well I can start shoot. us off with something I think we can all talk a little bit about. I think well I know you've both seen it and I now have seen it mm-hmm. as of Friday venereal disease venereal disease <laughs> up close and personal yes the marvel spin-off that no one asked for is here on disney plus um <laughs> <laughs> VD Man.
2: Dun, 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 dun
0: um but no, we uh well moon knight obviously is uh the new disney plus yes. series um so i would like <clears> to hear what you guys thought of it
2: i thought Dingo. it was cool um it was uh not only was it uh like a good show. Like it cinematically. Uh it looked good. Uh the special effects were cool. The concept's really neat. It's very different than any other Marvel product, I think. Hmm. Um yes. I the the feel of it is is very different. Um I don't know how they I mean I'm sure they're going to be able to, but I don't know how they tie this into the rest. Does it need um, to though? I said that about the
0: you know um, what I mean? Like can we I mean, just have a standalone? They no, don't I guess not. In.
2: I guess not. But I mean that's what they that that's what they do, that's what they're known for, right? right. Yeah. Right. Go go ahead, fish your thought. Oh. No, no, I I that's pretty much it. I mean I I enjoyed it. They I don't mean, typically I'm, I'm go a, a, longer a huge... than that,
0: Brian. That's about as lengthy as the thoughts get.
2: Right. <laughs> I've got I... very little space up here. I've got to use it wisely. No, I love Oscar Isaac. I mm-hmm. was very afraid that this was going to be a British accent through the whole movie <laughs> mm. or through the whole show. And then once you realize, or I guess quasi realize what's going on, Yeah, I guess we don't really fully grasp and it yet. And it's a thicker English um, accent too, eh?
0: Like it's like Welsh almost. Or right. so it's like it's real thick. And yeah. it, when it first started, I was like, am I going to be able to understand him through this whole thing? Like it's very thick.
2: I had to stop and Google him because, like, I'm pretty sure he's like Colombian, Colombian American, but I at least have to check. And yeah, no, he's some sort of like a yeah, Colombian or born in Colombia, something like that, American. Okay, Brian, what do you think?
1: I thought it was really cool. I mean, it, the the character itself is very interesting to begin with. He he started in the comics in the late. I think it was mid-70s, actually. And I, he was around in the 80s when I was really collecting, and, and I just never really got into it, never really got it. Uh, but they've sort of changed his his character traits in the comics throughout the years, and that's what they're kind of using in the series here. So he basically has dissociative identity disorder. So he has split personalities uh, as Mark Spector, Who's the mercenary guy? And Oscar, is it Oscar? I guess the fucking actor. Uh, it was. <laughs> what are the uh, odds
0: they would find somebody with the exact same name to yeah. play the character?
1: You're yeah. good. You're going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's see. What's the other? It's Stephen Grant. Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. That's the museum gift shop guy. So.
2: Okay.
1: i got a question about it though. Egyptian moon god Khonshu.
2: Go ahead what since you're reading that or or I, i'm assuming that's how you know about this is, is your research on it cuz you're the stat yeah. man yeah um my question is does he have a multiple person or split personality yes. disorder or yes. is so like if he wasn't possessed by this um uh Moon God, he would all he would have per- yes. multiple personalities. anyways. correct. Yes, that's okay. his disorder. See, okay. I, I got a little confused
1: too because I, I I was thinking that Mark Spector was the guy who, when he's Mark Spector, he's Moon Knight. No, no, that's just part of his multiple multiple personalities. And then Khonshu gotcha. is this extra dynamic that comes into his body, but clearly on the show his personality of Mark Spector is trying to convince the weaker personality to allow Shu to take over his body so he could survive some of these attacks and so forth. Now, so,
2: do you think we'll find out in this show who he is? Like, who's the number one personality? Who was he born as? That is a good question. I don't know that it's... I,
1: I don't know. I don't know if, they, if you'll find that out or not. But it, you know, Steven seems to be the well, you guess you don't know because he's yeah, it could he's be clearly a been doing things for, like, the, like for, for made, the audience exactly. Like he made a date with that his worker mm-hmm. didn't remember it. So did Mark Spector make the date? He just forgot? Not sure. Obviously, right. the whole stuff he's finding with the with the flip phone and all kinds of weird stuff. So, uh, yeah. When they first announced uh, Oscar Isaac, I'm like, I'm like, do we have to continue to cross over Star Wars and DC, it's like the same people crossing back and forth and stuff like that. I'm like, can't they find somebody else? Right, if you're going to went... do
2: it, give us more Daisy Ridley, please.
1: Right, exactly, of course. Uh, but he he was terrific. I thought his, his acting was just awesome. The it, it two yeah. personalities was great. It was well written. It was well shot. I love the whole preparation down to the details of him you know, st- putting the sand around his bed to see if he walks in his sleep, and yeah. buckling himself in, and the tape on the door, and all these things he's trying to do to just to survive and stay away. So, it's—I it's, do a lot of that
2: stuff too. Well, I just mine's because of a sexual fetish. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Nick, make it, you know, you—you you taught me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nothing to, do it with tries the to feet get text.
1: out. You can see The tape has been removed or or, not, <laughs> or, or whatever. <laughs> No, so that was great. I thought, and uh, Ethan Hawke, I thought was is a very interesting uh, villain, terrific actor as well. And I don't know. So first episode, I was very impressed. I actually rewatched it with Ali, and she loved it as well. So I am definitely hooked after after one episode. So, Mm -hmm. Nick, what did you think?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was. uh, I liked, like Dean said, it's definitely different. I like that it's. uh, I thought it was kind of like kind of creepy and stuff. I hope it stays that way. I hope it's mm-hmm. not just the mm-hmm. allure of like this new you know, new thing that's happening to him and, and the uh, his unawareness to the situation. I hope it stays kind of creepy, you know, with a little creepy vibe like that. Um, I definitely thought to myself, I'm like, if I had watched this like with uh, uh, perhaps the the help of some jazz cabbage, I probably would have been freaked out. Like because it just it kind yes, of messes with your sure. head the way it when you don't yeah. know what's happening he kind of goes so in some and out of reality in there too. yeah so um, but yeah I thought it was a lot of fun I thought it was cool I'd never I'd never heard of a character Moon Knight never you mm-hmm. know I'm not as into like all the different comic book character stuff I know all the main ones but I had no idea who Moon Knight was definitely thought the trailer was intriguing and uh, yeah I mean I really liked the first episode I hope it kind of stays uh, in that tone. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. very enjoyable. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes.
1: I could see this universe here sort of like it would not surprise me, like maybe some of the first heroes that Moon Knight interacts with, maybe like a daredevil. That's a great opportunity to incorporate that type of dark type of hero. Maybe Spider-Man could be perhaps. I don't know. But he's it's just a, a darker type universe feel. Go ahead.
2: What about this since they're talking about like old uh egyptian gods could we see some of the eternals uh one or two eternals uh you, never know do cameos sure. you know what i mean yeah. since yeah. it is i'm talking about gods and whatnot and old beings mm-hmm. or could you get glimpses of uh rotman, rotman tut I, I believe it was uh, Ram Con- rama tut kang the conqueror's mm-hmm. uh one of his personalities or whatever it's interesting call
1: it. sure that's interesting as well At yeah the
2: egyptian mm-hmm. I mean even if you they don't specifically say it they can make reference to it sure you will know, you, hear the name said by somebody for something or whatever i don't know yeah it's all it's all very cool and i i i I'll post
1: it in our group on the facebook page convincing idiots so we have a group in there nerdy group somebody posted it online it was there's a, a glint people catch all kinds of easter eggs it's very cool but in the museum there's a scene on the wall there's like those bar you know, the scanners yeah, you know yeah, yeah i about? saw that and you could scan the code and it gives you a digital comic i think it's the original or one of the early stories yeah, of night comic from comic werewolf book. werewolf by night back in the 70s one of his first or might have been his first appearance which is pretty cool so yeah okay very good. So we're all hooked. Definitely recommend yep. Moon Knight. Okay. Can
2: totally. see anything else? Anything else uh, interesting you want to bring up? Uh, I mean, um, since i watched it, I, you guys don't uh, care much about it, but I did watch WrestleMania. It was a mm-hmm. two-night event now. You know, so big that didn't make two nights. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, so a couple of the things you guys uh, would have found uh, interesting or, what, or whatnot, but... Uh, uh, one of the wrestlers, Sammy Zayn, went against Johnny Knoxville. Really? Oh, uh, jeez. From Jackass, <laughs> and the uh, Wee Man was there. Wee Man body slammed uh, Sammy Zayn. Um, uh, Chris Pontius did the uh the the sexy boy thing where he's yeah, dancing party you know, boy, yeah, in the, in the speedo party yeah. boy, yeah. They did the whole hand slap. It, it, they they brought a lot of stuff. It was it was it was entertaining. That's
0: mutual promotion. There's a new Jackass movie and stuff yep. like that out. So.
2: Yeah, in the promotion leading up to it, Johnny Knoxville actually put Sammy Zayn's phone number on a <laughs> airplane and flew it over California. <laughs> I'm sure it was a burner phone, but sure. he had to, he did carry a phone and was answering it occasionally and like posting some of the text messages that people were sending and you know yeah they did a whole thing. Uh, Sammy Zayn crashed the Jackass premiere, um, uh, red carpet event to pr- To start the promotion and whatnot, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, Steve Austin wrestled after uh, wow. years. I saw a
0: piece of that. Wow, yeah.
2: it was very cool. Like he, he uh. dude didn't lose a step. I mean he he fought a current wrestler, um, uh, Kevin Owens, and it won. I mean it, they started out just uh, it was a Steve Austin match. I mean they they fought into the crowd. He suplexed Steve Austin onto the cement. So I mean did... Dude's like what fifty-nine years old? Jesus. Taking bumps like that. Yeah, that's wild, man. It was it was fun to watch. At one point, Steve Austin uh he had a uh, uh four-wheeler out there and he threw Kevin, he threw Kevin Others on the front and rode him up to the top of the ramp and fought up there. Nice. It, it was it was a whole <laughs> big thing. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Nice. Brian, what about you? Anything besides
1: uh I really, I don't think I've seen anything new. I just I'll just keep mentioning it. I am so hooked on this Lakers show on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The last episode dropped Sunday night at nine o'clock and it just so it's winning time, the, the 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 story of the arrives of the Lakers dynasty. It's it, it's just so good. I've just like I said, I've now it's it, I'm that watch is it. now my series that I'm just waiting for the new episode to drop every John C. Riley again. just I've said it many times. It's just absolutely terrific. The guy that plays uh, Magic Johnson uh, it resembles him. You got your mannerisms. just across the board. Well, you know how the whole story plays out. It's just very interesting to
2: see how it, how it all started from a. Is it true? Um, you know, like uh, when the Bulls would come out, they did, and they had that song, right? Yeah. Their, their entrance theme. Is it true when uh, Magic Johnson came out, they played like, da 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 AIDS. <laughs> that wasn't until the nineties. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: not, <laughs>
2: not not yet. They're still, when
1: you, they're still.
0: You tied it in the go I, I was like, Ah, here it comes. Did it, did it, did it. I knew it. There yeah. it goes. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: That's about it. And I'm 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 still walking. Uh, working through the Walking Dead. So this is the final season of the original Walking Dead Holy series. Holy shit! Yeah, eleven seasons. They have. Uh, you know different universes within, you know, different shows within that universe, I'm trying to say. But the final season's pretty compelling. Your last glimpse at some of these characters, a lot of the originals have since
2: moved How mad on to What's that? How mad are you going to be that it, in, in, for the finale it's gonna all going to be in Bob Newhart's head? That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and a zombie Bob Newhart. <laughs> the zombie Bob Newhart is like... <sighs> That'd be end. Like, like he that. wakes up next to the well, the wife he played his wife died, right? I, I think.
1: I'm not sure. But yeah, that I would be know. pretty awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Make anything anything else for you? Sir? Uh
0: I just I wanted to shout out real quick. Uh this weekend the host of Saturday Night Live was uh, a comedian a stand-up mm. comedian by the name of uh Gerard Carmichael. Very funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. It very and good. it was okay, so the episode was phenomenal like every sketch was hilarious and he was great in his monologue um and you know he he'd recently become uh pretty well known he's got a new stand-up special on hbo
2: max uh that in which he he also had his own show on nbc called the drard Drard uh carmichael show when uh a couple of years ago i don't think it's on anymore oh, oh okay two seasons yeah i'd never heard i've yeah. never heard of him
0: before um but yeah so i it made it prompted me to go watch his stand-up special and he the guy's just hilarious his his stand-up is really mm-hmm. like different um in the respect that it's like at least this I, i've never seen any other of his stand-up except for this special but this particular one it's almost like you're watching a guy in a therapy session uh but it's funny. Like it's it's like you're watching him work through issues and speak to like a like you're like the audience is his therapist, and he's just laying this stuff out there and talking about this really real stuff. Switch but it it's on. funny. HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's 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 hilarious. He's really funny. Um. Yeah, so just uh, check I'd check out uh, Gerard Carmichael If you've heard of him, great, if you have not I'm definitely I had out. never heard of him before this weekend When he hosted SNL and then I watched his stand-up uh, Comic uh, show. So, But they both were fantastic, very,
2: very good Who is it? I, I remember back in the day Tosh.0 at the end of his shows Would say who he's <clears> doing uh, All the places he'd doing stand-up specials And I remember him specifically Saying that Gerard Carmichael Was going to be with him Oh, okay I never heard the guy and I still never seen a stand-up. Yeah. But I remember specifically him saying that, you know, he'd be on the road with him. Yeah. Yep. Very good. I would so, strongly recommend yeah. checking it
0: out. Yeah.
1: It was good. And of course they they had to touch on the the Oscar slaps. They had a good <laughs> good skit there. Yeah, and the sure. the news the news segment was actually one of their better ones lately with yeah. a lot of the jokes about about the
0: slap and Brian, stuff. Brian, did, did you did enjoy yeah. the one with the doll? Did you just- the doll, I won't give anything else away if people are watching yeah, Saturday Night Live. That was good. The doll skit, that was, uh, funny. skit was, it was
1: awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. When the sales shot up, that was, yeah. that was pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, see, it's got to be rough like, like Drug Carmichael or um or any stand-up comic up there on the stage <clears throat> by themselves. You know, and when, when you do a bad set and you die, I mean, that's a Death beyond death. Speaking of, um mm-hmm. don't we have some uh some other mm-hmm. things to talk mm-hmm. about? What? Yeah, speak, speaking of Doing speaking a of on yeah, speaking of death <laughs> the King of Segways. Yeah. Come
1: on. Uh, we did not mention it last week, but uh you know, we should mention that uh, drummer Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters passed away. Suddenly, we we meant to talk about it and just kind of forgot with all the topics we had uh, on hand last week. But uh, he was honored nicely at the at the Grammys on Sunday. But certainly, in our generation, a terrific rock drummer, and the three of us had just seen recently the studio six 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 Foo Fighters yes. movie, and and those guys looked like they had a lot of fun together making that movie. And Taylor was, you know, certainly probably one of the better actors in that movie, frankly. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know so nick any thoughts on taylor hawkins foo fighters are you a fan yeah it's or? just
0: really sad <laughs> i am it's really sad i uh i guess this also to tie into an idiot review but uh a few weeks back i was watching on hbo max as well um a documentary on uh the early part of alanis Morissette's career her coming up and the making of mm. jagged little pill specifically had no idea that taylor hawkins was her drummer and and was the drummer on yeah, gest- kidding, right? p- pill Did not know that. Wow. And he's in a lot of that documentary talking about, you know, just what it was like and, you know, different different dynamics of the group and things like that. Um, so, yeah, but um, definitely an incredible <clears> drummer. Uh, I, I remember telling uh, my mom, I said, one of the things that I'll always remember about Taylor Hawkins was that early on in the Foo Fighters, when they really started taking off, I remember one of their. You know, one of obviously one of their big hits was "Everlong," and in the music video for "Everlong," Dave Grohl is kind of going through this dream sequence, and his wife's laying in bed, and whatever. And you know, uh, I just remember this video carrying on, and his his wife's having a nightmare, and whatever. And uh, at the end of the video, the wife gets up, out of kicks off the covers, and out of the bed is a drum set, and it's Taylor Hawkins the entire time, Taylor Hawkins. Was his wife, but you had no idea because he looked right. so damn pretty <clears throat> as a girl that you really didn't like. If you didn't already, you weren't familiar with him, you weren't aware that that was not, in fact, a girl in the music video. And we were just, I, the first time I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that was the drummer the whole time? Is that a guy? And then uh I think he also, uh he was a, I think he played a woman in, uh, Learn to fly. The learn to fly video, or, or learning to fly, or which I can't remember.
2: What well, it was. didn't they both play him in as uh as a flight attendants? That's right. Yes, you're right. Yeah, him and Dave Grohl were yep. both flight attendants. That's
0: that's correct. Uh, but he was just—I don't know—he had a—he had a charisma about him. And uh, you know, you say nice things about people when they die and whatever, but he did. He right. always had that it factor. And I heard somebody <clears throat> say that you know, uh, that the Foo Fighters were, uh, one of the greatest rock bands of recent history, but the true, you know, Dave Grohl is the, is the front man of the group, but Taylor Hawkins was truly the rock star of the group, and I thought that was very fitting. Right. He definitely had that charisma to him, and, uh, you know, it just bummed me out when I heard that. I mean, so unexpected. He was very young. Uh, he had kids, and what, you know, young kids, I believe, <laughs> I think three children. I could be mistaken on that, but um, that's just really sad, you know. It, just uh see someone go before their time someone so talented um and it's just yeah just a sad thing so
2: dean uh yeah everything that nick said um when when people die especially so young you know you you kind of a lot lot of people say oh let's let's when older people pass let's celebrate what they had and what they did this guy, you could truly do that. Yes, it, it's very, very sad. But I mean, at how old does anybody know how old he was? 50. Yeah. 50. To leave a <clears throat> legacy, to, to leave a legacy that he did at 50 is just, I mean, remarkable, right? I mean, he it, is a staple in rock and roll history. Mm-hmm. There's only a fucking handful of people who didn't say that. Yeah, um, sure. That le- left their living mark on rock and roll, and he did that. Um, he, you know, he got ten albums in. He got the the he got to be in a movie with his friends. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, God bless the man. You know, incredible career, incredible life. Uh it's sad, it's very sad.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we had, we lost a well-known actress as well uh, this past weekend, 93 years of age, Estelle Harris. You may not know the name, but you definitely know the actress. She was uh, most well-known for playing the uh, mother of George Costanza on the Seinfeld series for several seasons. She also voiced uh, Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies and some other things as well. But certainly her role as Mrs. Costanza, uh, it's just when her and Jerry Stiller and George Costanza were in the same scene together. I don't care what what episode it was, whatever it was, in my opinion, it was just it was gold like those, yeah. how those three Go interacted, exactly, and he, and it, it was like you could tell how it was it was believable in the sense of how George could be such a screwed up grown man with parents like uh, you know Ben Stiller and Estelle Harris on the show. So I thought she was hilarious. So so many good moments across that entire series. Keith mentioned it last night. The one when she came in and caught George in the house right. with the Glamour magazine and fell and threw her back out and. You know, she's laid up in the bed. It, it, just so many moments was just absolutely terrific. So, the, uh, rest in peace. Uh, uh,
2: Stop short, on her. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> she thought he was a bit, a bit not feeling her up. Oh my
1: God, so good. So, Dean, we you were a fan of uh, Seinfeld fan. and a uh, huge Harris. fan of
2: Seinfeld. Yeah, that's again. It, it it's. It, it's hard to put comparisons on, you know, somebody 50 years old and some, you know, what she probably in her 80s. 90, 93. Yeah. 93. 93. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. God bless. I mean, that's, look look at her. 93 years old. She was 43 so when lucky. Taylor
0: Hawkins was born.
2: Right. Wow. Wow. Wow, right. wow. Yep. I mean, that's crazy that he could do the math that quick. Um, I mean, it's the, 93 minus 50. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I
0: know that was his big number. That's what I said. <laughs> I took I
2: took my socks yeah. off. I should just take the crown. Thank
0: you. I am good at. I am a mathematician.
2: Right. I'm a math magician. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, at 93 years old, I mean that's a celebration, right? And in, in, in her career, also. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Make any thoughts on Estelle
1: uh, Harris?
0: I am a <clears> little <throat> more familiar with the Toy Story version of Estelle Harris. Okay, uh, sure. I didn't actually realize that until you said it, but I mean, I I couldn't name you a single, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever seen a full episode of Seinfeld, so um, but And I, then he went. I'm, f- mm-hmm. I'm fully, yeah. fully aware of, uh, uh that, you know, I, I can hear her voice, I know what she looks like and stuff like that, but, uh, no,
2: I would beat you popular. with a hose right now if I could.
0: <laughs> mm. Like I said, we've been over this before, I've just never, I've, I have this uh, continuous track record of being with people that hate Seinfeld with a passion, so that anytime it's even on TV mm. and I'd have the ability to watch it, someone's like, Seinfeld, they're it. Like they hate it. So, have you ever thought that you're with the wrong people? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've never seen Seinfeld, so I don't know that I'm missing anything or that I, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've never, mm-hmm. I, I think I would like it. I remember my mom watching it when I, I was think a kid. You would. Yeah.
2: But uh, you like curb your enthusiasm. I mean, you'll probably yeah. like Seinfeld. I mean, gee, okay, all right. And your mom likes it. I mean, your if your mom likes it, it's got to be good, right? I mean, I feel okay. like there's she a joke me. coming there somewhere. I'm just, no, I'm just saying she likes me, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so she can't be wrong, right? Right? <laughs> and She is oh, so, so right. <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. rest in peace uh, Taylor and Estelle. Uh, we appreciated your work and you definitely gave us a lot of uh, entertainment in our life. So we will remember you. And on that note... Rest in, rest in peace Frank.
2: Frank? Yeah, I'm sure there's a guy out there uh, by the name of Frank who probably died. Sure. Is Frank the, uh, um, sure. Is right. Frank, it's very, the name of that possible.
0: joke that you just tried to throw out there? Is, uh
2: <laughs> When diamond flames <laughs> like you, very good, very good. Okay,
1: well, we're we're gonna take a sh- we're gonna take a short break here, and we're gonna come back and talk all things Batman, and we may it's possible we may also after break have more worlds colliding. Just have to find out.
0: Yeah, in case you haven't oh, watched the, new, the... the meteor that's that's happening that's coming
2: headed towards earth. No, it could, no, no, no. It this could, this it is... it could be. Nick, this could is be. the bit where we we come back from the break and his dicks out. He's could done be. this so many times.
3: Special guest.
2: <laughs> Never fails. Never
1: hey,
3: fails. Look at that worm.
1: That's right. Here he is. Twiggy from Buck Rogers again, ladies and gentlemen.
2: It's <laughs> yep. all one eyed Fisher back at it. Here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. the tadpole.
1: that's right that's right could be Could be that or could be something else you never know so, mm-hmm. come back and find yep. out that's right well, stay tuned we'll be right back welcome back to Convincing Idiots and we Told you it might happen before break. It has happened. More podcast and worlds colliding. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very, very happy to have a very, very special guest and a, a, a very, very good friend of mine and a, a brother of mine, uh, Keith Porter. Now Keith, uh, we went to high school together, graduated together. Uh, and Keith, we do we do another podcast that came from Gen X. But this man right here was the start of this entire thing. So Keith's idea was to start a radio, a a football podcast. Excuse me, reality football. Started with Keith and Coop Skinner, and I came onto that show. We did that show for two football seasons, and just got into. It was a video show only that we got into the podcasting part of it. We kind of refined our skills and. That was the catalyst for uh, Nick, uh, Dean, and I to do mm-hmm. this show. Just we had talked awesome. about doing a podcast years ago. So, yeah, and Keith, you I think I, yeah, I, I, I speak for
0: Dean and myself when I say thank you uh, for for letting us use your leftovers and and yes. have yep. Brian uh, basically go. do all the legwork on this show for us. So we appreciate That's
4: that. Right. Thank you. You. Know, you know, my ex-wife's boyfriend said the same thing to me, <laughs> so I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh it's, it's cool to be the start of something did he also <laughs>
2: use, did, did did he did he also use up all the entertainment uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Side, he brings us the sloppy the sloppy yeah, seconds so, of podcast okay it's
1: it, good yes,
4: to be yep. part of the beginning of something that's not a disease so thanks for that <laughs> there <laughs> you go there
1: we go
2: well welcome keith we're very happy to have you good yes yep. this this week um uh you know, I, I, I don't want to say that uh, we brought you in under false pretenses, but uh, we're here to discuss the top five domesticated animals we'd eat if we were allowed to. So, uh, Keith, <laughs> what's your top five? <laughs>
4: you, you mean eat again? Or... <laughs> be specific now, okay? We're poor over here, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and tell us why eating the cat would be number one. That joke writes itself. I think you can yeah. think you get where I'm yeah. going, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. let's leave that Keith, one alone,
4: okay? Hey, no eating hey, cats. Listen.
1: Keith had plenty of cats over thank over the you, years. Fish. Let's just let's just say that. Oh I can <laughs> imagine. <laughs> thank
4: you. Plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Feline yeah. lover. lover.
2: That's that's
1: right. That's right. I do <laughs> want to say
4: guys, uh, thank you for having me on. I am a huge fan of this show. Uh, Fisher, tell you, I'm a big fan of his humor. I just think he has the most perfect timing. And when I found out, he found two other morons just like you. He, it's <laughs> he okay. So I listen to the show all the time. Uh, Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you so much. So, yeah, so the second if time permitting, we're going to talk about favorite Keith stories. Time permitting. Now, we may not
0: get there. Mm-hmm. We may
2: not get we, there. That, I'll say, I, might... I kind
0: of want to do that first now because I don't want to
1: run out yeah. of
2: time. Well, we, we, Screw promised Batman.
0: Batman. <laughs> we promised Batman. We promised Batman, so we're going to start there. Then we'll, do
2: we'll try to get back to this
1: Keith. Show?
0: Just mind. Sometimes, oh, okay. absolutely. When they
1: think they have absolutely. a shot at
2: getting on here, that's about They're it. They're already yeah. ruined. It. Okay, we're good. <laughs> right. I want to hear yeah. stories of the Statman and and Porterhouse. <laughs>
1: oh there's, there's 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 some there's stories out there right there
2: did Fisher yeah, yeah, tell
4: this... you about his birthday
0: oh god no I never did tell him that story <laughs> well there's been so many I don't think that he's <laughs> gotten around to whichever this one would have been but oh lord uh, yep he's, he's forgotten you know, most, most of them yeah I'll, we'll tell you that one off
1: camera yeah, yeah yeah uh Yeah, but, uh, so, you know, Keith and I went and saw the Batman together with, with Skinner and, Mm -hmm. uh, Nick and Dean just saw it recently. Now, Keith and I have been comic book fans since we were kids. I mean, we grew up with loving superheroes and, you know, Batman was always one of our favorites and watched the shows and collected the comics and all that over the years. So, you know, we were, we're definitely very interested in, in this topic here. But before we get into that, you know, you guys just saw the movie. Nick, why don't we start with you? So, what what is yeah. your what are your thoughts on the on the the new on the new Batman movie? So,
0: so there was some apprehension on my part, right? I was uh, when they first announced Robert Pattinson, I was not super over the moon. I, I I don't dislike him as an actor necessarily. I understand. I feel like he's maybe been pigeonholed a little bit into the you know the whole Twilight guy thing, um, but yes i What I really did not see, and I, I assumed I, I'm like he's probably going to do a, a fine job. He's a fine actor. I've seen him in movies that I enjoyed him in. What I did not foresee was how ready I was going to be right off the bat with just considering him one at least in suit one of my favorite portrayals of Batman. I thought Robert Pattinson did an incredible job. Mm-hmm. uh I thought all of the characters were very dynamic. Um, something that my wife brought up to me that she really liked was she said, I, I like that all the villains were, none of them were, they were all believable in a real world sense. Yep. They weren't yep. over the top comic booky in outfits, like with gimmicks and, you know, the Riddler wasn't wearing Top-Zo. a green jumpsuit, yep. jumpsuit with the question mark. You know what I mean? It was, it was believable that these people had all these aliases that they were all had these aliases, but they weren't, you know, straight out of the comic book page. So it was kind of a realistic take on these characters. I thought the movie was... It was interesting because it was it's a long movie. What's it, like two and a half hours? Over, three almost hours. three hours. Three. Is it three hours? Three
2: hours and five mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm.
0: So it felt long. It did. It felt like I was in the theater for a long time.
4: You know how much an old man like me has to pee? During three
0: <laughs> That's why you gotta yeah. get the Big Gulp Cup, drink one of them beforehand, and then that way you got one empty for the rest of the way through. See? <laughs> um, but what I... I did feel like it felt like it was long, but I didn't. I didn't mind it. It to me, I felt like I was in the theater for a while, but it was almost like when you're binge watching a show you're really liking. You're like, I know I've spent all day like doing this, but I I'm not yeah. mad at it. It's so good. So I really like the movie. I really have not many critiques about this film at all. I thought it moved well. I thought the uh, plot was intriguing. Um, I thought everybody did a great job on the character. If I had to pick something that I was not as crazy about I would say that the Robert Pattinson that you see in this movie is not at least in in the way of Bruce Wayne is not what you're used to seeing. And they even mention that, right? That he's he's not in the public eye as much. Uh, the, the socialite, philanthropist Bruce Wayne that you're used to seeing, you don't see as much in this film. Um, so I, I had a little trouble seeing him as the Bruce Wayne that I remember. But at the mm-hmm. same time I mean, I just thought he did a great job. But he's supposed to be a younger, brooding Bruce Wayne. He's still dealing with the loss of his parents and stuff like that and how to cope with that. So, But I just... Yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was a phenomenal movie.
2: Good. Dean? Um, It was good. What about you, Brian? All right. All right. Um, No, I I loved it. Um, Like Nick, I thought... I Actually, not even lower expectation. I really thought I was going to dislike it. Uh, Hmm. But... He <laughs> fucking sold me. I mean, and what Nick said about him being brooding and not being the Bruce Wayne you remember. You got to remember, this is year two. Right. He's going to become, I think, in the if they if they do more movies, you will see him progress in because he's got to put up at least a a uh, facade to to the public, or they're going to go, oh, this brooding Batman. Oh, look at this brooding Bruce Wayne that you never see is a recluse that's you know that's a very easy math to do so i think he's going to go moving forward he's going to develop this personality he's going to get out of the funk so to speak he he's going to get into more of the playboy um, i i loved uh the riddler i i loved the portrayal of him uh i think i think that he portrayed what it would be like to be in madness. I mean, because all these villains in these comic books are crazy. They're mad. And I think he portrayed a very realistic, just like Joaquin Phoenix did uh, with the Joker, you know, the diving into madness situation mentally. Um, And I I think even Batman, the the, the portrayal of Batman in that struggle that he has, that he had of... All, could he easily dive into madness? Could he easily cross that line? And I think that's the story of Batman, um, to me, is is that he possibly could. I mean, they they touched on it uh, in The Dark Knight Rises, when he could easily kill the Joker. And he has that split second to where he might, but he realizes that's the difference. That's the line you cross from vigilante into bad guy. Um, so I, I think the portrayal of, for both of them t- touting that line, because look at the Riddler. He thought he legitimately thought the Batman was on his side. He thought mm-hmm. this was going to end with him coming and breaking him out and, and be- because that line is so thin in what they do. So yes, the portrayal in that sense, I thought was magnificent, um, again. The only thing, my critique in it, is there was a two- or three-minute motorcycle chase ride that did not fucking need to be there. They could have showed them pulling off and then going their separate ways. We get it. They're not going. We didn't need them chasing each other like high school kids on, on bicycles. That was a silly three minutes that didn't need to be there. You could have made the movie a straight three hours. And out.
1: <laughs> yeah, at that, at that rate, it's like you're already here three hours. But yeah, I get you get your point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Keith, we did a whole mini-sode for it with the team did. from Gen X on Batman. So I, I know some of your thoughts already, but why don't you sh- right. please share with our with our listeners here, please, sir?
4: Okay. Well, you know, after Nick spoke, I was like, well, I'll just log off because you guys don't right. <laughs> uh, see a lot of my exact same thoughts. Uh, but let me give you a little interesting um, story. First of all, I, I love a movie that makes me think after I see it, and the more I think, the more I appreciate it. And I go back and see it. I love when that happens. You know that 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 means that the movie wasn't thin; it was thick. And as Fish will tell you, when I left that movie, uh, well, let me back up. Before, like Nick, I, when they said Robert said, I went, "You got to be freaking kidding me." You yeah. know, my little niece is bigger than this guy, and <laughs> so I was upset about that. But I remember when they said that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, and everybody, including myself, was like, "No!" You know, we had Daredevil in our mind, and I thought yep. he knocked it out the park. He, he mm. was my favorite Bruce Thank Wayne. You.
2: Sure. Thank you. Thank
4: yeah, you. Yeah. So anyway, I went to this movie with all the other Batmans in my mind, which I shouldn't have done that. When it was over, I was kind of like, I don't know if I like this or not and you know fish and skinner they loved it you know i get i got home and my sister was asking me about it and i kept saying well they didn't have this and they didn't have that and the more i kept saying i went wait a minute that was the whole point so just like you were saying nick Mm -hmm. you know the penguin wasn't to walk around in a freaking tuxedo you know and making (laughs) silly noises it it was like a guy he was a he wasn't even a big mob guy he was middle management and he was had a pointy nose, had a nickname, the penguin, you know? And it was like, wow, this is like realistic. Like if this happened, this is what it would be like. Yeah. Batman didn't have mm-hmm. this unbelievable car, you know, that could go up the wall and all this stuff. He it had combat like, boots. He took a Pinto yeah. and put a souped up engine in it. You know what I'm right. saying? Or a Mercury yeah. Bobcat or something. <laughs> so I said, man, this was very, very realistic. But here's the thing that uh, I didn't like about it. I thought the Bruce Rain was weak. But you made a great point, Dean. This is in his early stages. So yeah. I think this movie left time to grow, which is gonna be awesome. Uh the more I think about it, the more brilliant I think this movie actually was. I mentioned something you guys didn't mention. I thought Zoe Kravitz was excellent in her role. Oh, in yeah. yeah. Catwoman. Yeah. It was yeah. very realistic. Uh, you know, she didn't have a cat suit and cat ears, it wasn't meowing. But uh I thought that was a very, very good portrayal too. But I thought the movie was dark. I thought uh, he was very brooding. He was very violent. And if you look at the early Batman, Dark Knight detective comics, that's how he was. And he was even a small guy in the early comics, too, as well. So this is a movie that I left it going. I don't know. And every day I'm like, man, this was brilliant. This was genius. I can't wait to go see it again.
2: Yeah. And another uh, beauty of it was that he was an actual detective in this movie.
4: Yeah, right. The like they, they so up, much and and that is emphasized. what's lost in every yeah. other Batman movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's he's, what's lost in every yep. other movie. I was just
4: gonna say in the comics, he did real brilliant things like I remember uh Robin was following a criminal named Ted Tate, and he couldn't have time to leave Batman a message, so he sent him a penny and an envelope. And Batman took the penny out, and instead of just throwing it away, he looked under under the microscope. And it, it, you know, where it says uh, one cent United States, he had crossed off certain letters. So it said on cent of Ted Tate. You know, Mm, little things like that. Yeah. So he was a detective foremost. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good stuff. I mean, you guys, you know, really said most of my thoughts as well. Like, you know, and as we all know, Batman got his start in detective comics way back in the day and uh, as you guys said it was really nice to see him go back to those the roots of that character michael keaton did a little bit of it in some of the or in the first batman movie sure. to solve the you know the the joker's uh, uh serum and stuff like that but he really was not i like the fact that they brought him into the police force the young commissioner gordon not the commissioner yet which is cool too yeah. and, see, lieutenant uh, lieutenant
0: it, gordon yeah
1: yeah and, and and again, it just felt like it was a realistic could have used type more nipples. situation. That's yeah. Well, actually, where's Joel no. Schumacher when you need him? A bigger, oh, come on, God. Piece. Well, what a, Right? What a far cry from that movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at this. Oh but, my yeah, there's a, there's a very good comic series, Batman Year One, out there, and they actually made a a animated movie based yeah, on, based on good. that as well. And it had that same type of feel. It was it was Batman Year One. You know, and uh, yeah, it's just. I don't know. Like I said, the detective work, the realism—it was just. It felt like a guy that was out there doing that for real. If if he if he had a guy struggling with his mental issues like that out there, it was simply a guy with, like you said, the combat boots, Kevlar cape and cow, He's out there, and and the damn talks- symbol was useful. That's right. That, yeah. yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was cool. But he didn't have the rings. He didn't have all the, the, the utility belt shit. He didn't have the backcopter. Right. All the big stuff in some <laughs> well, of the other Christian watch, Bale as movies they go, and otherwise.
2: As they move forward, that will advance too. He'll and that's develop what I was say. the suit itself. The reason why most itself.
4: sequels suck is because they have nowhere to go with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this has left room to really go different places and bring it into the full fold. So that's really brilliant on their part. Whoever made the movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Now, did, did you all see the cut Joker scene since yes. the movie. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I wanted your opinions here. So, mm-hmm. were you glad that they cut that out
0: of the movie,
1: or would would you like to have him have them had that scene in the in the movie? So, I, Nick, what do you think?
0: I am glad it was not <clears throat> in there because. It, you, you're obviously, this is, you know, the Joker is going to be brought in. You already know that at the end of this, you know, uh, this this movie that he's going to be entered. I like that they kept the main focus on the Riddler, though. Mm-hmm. That they're not, I mean, the, the Joker, yeah. and, you know, the Literally. Joker is obviously... Literally, right, the, he was out of focus. Exactly. Well, the, the Joker is, is obviously the arch-nemesis of Batman. In any new rendition of Batman you're going to do, at some point the Joker is going to be there. But I feel like We've had a lot of jokers here recently in a small cluster, and you know, yes, we all love the Joker. We appreciate what the Joker is to Batman, but I like that this was not about the Joker. This was, you know, the the main issue here was the Riddler, and that they kept it at that. That being said, watching that cutscene, it made me really excited to see this version of the Joker because I thought it looked really awesome. It looked. Again, very just demented and psychotic and creepy and all the things that you really want the Joker to be, or at least that I do for that matter. And to see that version of it, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm glad that they kind of kept him in the background. He, he's, his presence is known. He's there at the end. You're aware that that's who he's talking to. There's little hints throughout the movie, but he's not the focal point. It's about the Riddler. So I like, I like that they did
2: it that way. It'll be interesting to see if he... Has the, the the scarring, the the mm-hmm. disfigurement? Did that happen in jail after he was caught? Was it before? Is it acid? Did he do it himself? I think it's more sadistic if he did it himself. Sure. Like if they take he, away the idea of him being dropped in acid and he and has a disorder. The, yeah. The director, I talked about
1: that. He has some okay. type of disorder. He mentioned that already. I can't remember what it where was. Where he cuts himself he and had, shit. No, no. He had something to where it just it caused his skin to. Oh. Huh. Disfigure or something like that, if I if I read correctly. Okay. Yeah.
2: But you also Yeah,
1: you didn't fucking read it or anything. How about that? So <laughs> But it, you also noticed that he had his hair kind of falling out, or he cut his green hair,
4: or they cut his green
1: hair in the hospital, so it was just sorta of patchy there. You get sort of got the glimpse yeah, of the so green really hair. I agree
4: with Nick. He looked so psychotic. That was I don't know if anybody will out-Joker Heath Ledger's performance. Yeah. as far yeah. as the Joker physically, that was amazing. I, I was going to say I like the way they did it in the movies, but what's the point if you're going to release the scene? You know, it was a great yeah. tease, but now we already seen it, so what's the difference?
2: Right.
4: Nice shirt, by the oh, way, Fish.
2: Thank you. All right, I have a question, guys. Uh, would, you, would you have been – would it have been enjoyable – to not have that Joker, but to have Joaquin Phoenix some way, somehow, be the Joker in that universe. To have those so, two universes.
0: That's what I was initially thinking that they were laying out with this. And when they first showed the original trailer of The Batman, mm-hmm. it kind of had that because it was so it gritty and grimy. It had that yep. that 80s maybe feel to it that it could take place in the Joaquin Phoenix Phoenix Joker. And yep. I agree with what Keith just said about like, to me... Heath Ledger is the top of the mountain for the Joker, but I was, you know, the same way I thought about Robert Pattinson. I was equally impressed when I watched the Joker that I was like, that Joaquin Phoenix Joker comes pretty damn close. It's a different type, it's a different style, but it's still fucking weird and and just uneasy.
4: Joker wouldn't have fit in that movie. No, you Mm -hmm. need a real psychopath. Okay, like just well, but that's the thing thing is,
2: is if it would have been years later, who knows what that Joaquin Phoenix Joker would have. Dived into, sure. you know what I mean? Well, because he could have in, gone in, completely in, insane.
0: Yeah, in Good the Joker movie, uh, Bruce Wayne he interacts, but he's just a little boy. So that, I mean, right. that's the, true. It's not to like say that couldn't have been you that.
4: see the the physical ailments in his face. Yeah. yeah. That's why I thought that was like, okay, because this is a sick dude, man. I right. mean, imagine he doesn't, he's not into bathing a lot, <laughs> you know, or skin, <laughs> yeah. skin cleanser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel him. You know, he doesn't have proactive, <laughs> you know, something right. like that. So, <laughs> that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and the Joaquin Phoenix thing, I don't know. To me that that it was a, that was a good it was his own thing. That that's yeah. good. And 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 they like, they really they never purposely made it clear that he is the actual Joker. He's a guy that they never called him the Joker. They they made fun of him as a but he, he never so it's, it's he could be a guy that's like a Joker, but he never really identified him as the Joker in that movie. So that could be a fine standalone movie. It's a very interesting story. They could take that. They could take that. He called himself could the Joker on the show on that. He, uh, he talk has show. to be, well, they, He has to be introduced as Joker. Somebody made fun of him as Joker, but again, they never made it clear that he is the Joker. Go back and you they, read. You know, the director, but that that was that was purposeful.
4: Did so any kind of, of you you can, see, you can interpret
1: it. You
2: can interpret it in your own way. Go ahead. Did any of you see uh did you ever watch Gotham? TV yep. show Gotham? I fell off a good... over a couple seasons. Um well th- there was a character Drome that was uh introduced. And... Is that the
0: kid from Shameless? Yes that,
2: that, that plays Ian on Shameless, the redheaded yes. kid? Yes. Okay. And and he um did the Joker, but they yeah, never said the Joker. And this kid <laughs> fuck i wish they could have gone farther with him because he was one of the best betrayals
4: yeah i saw that much of it he was good
2: but they never again they like like what uh, king phoenix never particularly said he was the joker i think they they sort of implied that he was going to be like there were so many people that like revered this guy and the, the idea was i think the idea was going to be that the joker later would see him and and uh Emulate him, yeah. This so, so the Joker would be Jerome would be like the um, would he would have looked up to Jerome? The Joker would have. Mm -hmm. Uh,
4: This is why I I disagree with Dick about wanting Joaquin Phoenix to be part of that. I think after Heath Ledger's performance, there's just like everybody wants a shot at that role to try to outdo what he did. And I think we're just going to get some great performances out of it, we're going to get some misses. Yeah. Um. But we're going to get some great performances out of it. And I think everybody sees what he did with that and once this man. I want I want to dive into this role. I don't know if you guys know, but um, so weird. We talked about this tonight in my music class. My kids were asking me about that. But, you know, he, he locked himself in a hotel for, for, for months, you mm-hmm. know, and did lots of drugs and everything to dive into this role. Kind of made him mad a little bit. And yeah, I think a lot of actors are—they like that stuff. They like to get so deep into a role that they lose themselves, right. you know. Yeah.
0: But, and there's a bit of an, an allure to it after you know because yeah. you hear those stories and they go, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of uh, you—it's almost like a hype around it because yeah, all these things happen. Like, like, like oh, they're like, yeah, deep they are. Right, or like the I mean, role I killed him, him or whatever.
4: Try it. whatever, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to D- Joker. That's what happened. Yeah, to that's Pee Wee
2: Herman, uh, Paul Rubens, just. Like well, those, he does so.
4: call me a broker.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dean, Dean is so into this role here that he he's actually believes he's entertaining. So he's really mm-hmm. been. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, Brian. Um, Brian. when so. you came up
4: to my show, the fr- what's the first thing I said about him, Fisher? You remember? He's
1: just—he's just—he's just like he is on the show.
4: I said I like In what you because real life. is what you get.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shitty, now, jokes that wasn't a compliment, shitty jokes here. Relax. So, <laughs> 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 this, this is not a character. This is the real deal.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, that, that I'm a shitty said person. Of a compliment.
2: We're I would refuse it. <laughs> all
1: right, so we're talking about. It's actually a good segue into. So we, so we all love the movie. We all agree. The Batman's you know highly recommended. Go check it out. If you're a Batman fan, you're going to love it. Uh, like, like Keith said, don't can't go in there thinking you're going to see yeah. the next version of the Christian Bale trilogy. and it's not it's not what this Thank is God. it's it, it's you know it's gritty it's 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 grimy it's great it's uh um and very realistic and all that stuff and I, I i agree with you guys putting the joker scene into it would have taken away from the the focus of the Riddler. that was his movie it was Paul Dano's movie and the penguin's movie so it's, you know there's plenty of time for the joker in future
4: movies Can I but anyway the last quick thing fish
1: please go ahead
4: it's also a product of the avengers we've we've gone to outer space and aliens and gods yeah. and all this other stuff this brought you back down to earth
0: sure yeah. yes literally so, yeah' there was no As a practical a practical yeah. situation practical uh situation that could happen
1: yeah absolutely so let's let's keep it going we'll talk about so let's go back let's get, keep it with the villain theme, so all the Batman movies <laughs> mhm. I think there's more. If I, if I it's got to be right. There's more Batman superhero movies than any, any other.
2: It depends. Comic book. It, it depends on how you look at it. Okay. Well, um, are you there. consider? Are you considering the Justice League movies, Batman movies? Uh, sure, why not? Whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: it's because if
2: not, that takes three away right there.
1: Okay, then I, I am not considering. I'm kidding okay. with you. So, yeah. as you say,
2: let me do just my fucking uh, list here. Yeah. Jesus! <laughs> no. He so, just
1: think Calls me all... three
2: seconds before the show. Tells me to do uh, this. And then... yeah. <laughs> of all, so, uh, so.
1: Thinking of the Batman movies. We're kind of sticking with <laughs> movies, okay? All the various villains and actors and actresses who portrayed a a Batman villain. I'm interested to know, like your top, so just your your favorites. Mm-hmm. If you have a top, if you have a top five great, if you have a top three great, top two great, who are your favorite Batman actor villains of all time in the Batman movies? So, Nick, why don't you go ahead and start? What do you got? What do you got?
0: Uh for my villains, my my uh, mountain rushmore of uh, Batman Please. villain portrayals. Okay, so right off the top. We've already spoken about him. I'm not going to go into too much detail.
4: Just do number two. Two and above. Number, number two. Number two, and up,
0: two, and up, two and up. Paul Dano, the Riddler, is is in my top five. I yes. thought that, uh, you know, for all the reasons we just mentioned, Keith spoke to it, Dean spoke to it. We've all, you know, we've said how fantastic he was. Brian, you said how, you know, that this was his standalone movie, you know, as the villain, and I like that. I thought he did a great job. Very sadistic, you know, wigged out, just mad at everything, mad at the world, loved it. Uh one of my favorites um if anything i wish this character had been in his movie a little bit more prominently but i always enjoyed the character of the scarecrow and uh hmm. is it is it Cillian Murphy is that how you pronounce yes, his first yes, name yes. Cillian Murphy like him as an actor a lot uh that the Batman begins movie is not one of my favorite Batman movies but that character brought to life and the way that, you know, with the, with the things that he was using to distort people's minds and use the scarecrow as a scare tactic and things like that, I thought was really cool and interesting, so for me personally, I don't think that's necessarily one of the greatest ones across the board, but for me, I always really liked that one. Uh, By the way, he,
1: he was in the running for Bruce Wayne, so he, when Christian Bale, he had tried is that out. Is right?
2: really? mm-hmm. yep.
1: Yeah. right? Okay. They, liked, they liked him, but it was, they didn't yeah. like him as Bruce Wayne, so that's what helped get him that role as the Scarecrow, they wanted him involved in the project. So shame. I get Go
0: that, ahead. he's a little weird looking, I think, to be Bruce Wayne. That's actually <laughs> yeah. how, uh, that's actually how Nick right and I were middle. hired
2: for this podcast. Yeah. Know, yeah, I I I actually applied for the role to be the uh, douchey uh, uh younger guy, mm-hmm. and but uh, you weren't Brian pretty like, enough. No, he, he, right? He goes, "You're too gritty and too <laughs> handsome, regularly handsome." Um, we're gonna need mm-hmm. you to be the asshole, uh, you know, character. I'm like, mm-hmm. fine.
4: On right, our I applied kitten, for the role puppy. of the black guy, and I got it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. it. Nailed it. it. Got it. Yep. Yeah, the handsome black dude. <laughs> Tell every, perfect. Every, perfect. Everybody portrayal. else out there to go home. We found it. Uh, ahead,
0: well, on, uh, next on my list I have uh, Joaquin Phoenix again we, we talked about him uh, there's been many people who played the Joker second to Heath Ledger I would say uh, uh, he was my favorite Joker and I enjoyed that version of him whether or not he was supposed to be the Joker or not um, I'm going to just skip right to obviously Keith just said it uh, he's got, I'm going to put him up there he's number one but he, uh, Heath Ledger is the Joker is number one but also to round out my five I'm going to take a Joel Schumacher uh, villain here, and go with Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. <laughs> I liked the fact that he was he w- he was the version from the comic books. It was like you tore the guy right off. I mm-hmm. liked how ridiculous he okay. was. He had this zoot yep. suit on, and one yep. side, you know, was everything dramatic and charred, and and he had the two girls that matched. Drew Barrymore, you know, was the angel, and he had the two girls that matched each side of his personality. And he was he was straight out of a cartoon or a comic book. And um, I love Tommy Lee Jones as an actor, and I thought it was, uh, for what that movie was, I thought he fit it really well, and he was definitely my favorite of the villains to have, have come out of those.
1: That's fair. Okay. I can fair. see
0: that.
2: All right, Dean, what do you got? Okay. Um, like I said, I, I'm, I I'm kind of did a little work right here because I, I misunderstood your text, and I thought we were just going, our <laughs> top villains, not the actors. Nick? Nick. Um like a big like trash bag full mm-hmm. of dick eat them. Yeah. Well, I could do that and maybe <laughs> buy you Giant. a little
0: time while you refigure what the hell you were supposed to do in the first day I, of no, place. I get it. I get it. But now I, we're done. here on the show, you're trying to rework your list. So go ahead, please go ahead. All right. I'll Wheel up t- the trash barrel of dicks and I'll get to work while you go ahead and start working on your list.
2: Your mom's yeah. a great kisser. Okay. I need to get so, a belt. What's that? <laughs> I need to get a belt.
0: Oh, yeah, so you so have written make...
2: di- Nick, Nick's diary. Okay. <laughs> this is turning into a way different show. Yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> we are both on board. Hey! I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Call me Mr. Man. Okay. Right. Okay. So, my top villains and actors. Um, I'm going with Jerome, who was pl- portrayed by Cameron uh, Monaghan i think that's how you pronounce it sounds like you made that up right now no it's not It's a kid from uh no it's a kid from uh, <laughs> uh shameless okay Ma- 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 Jer- Ga- there's a g in there it's changing every time
0: it's not every right guy.
2: jerome are you talking about yes. this the joker guy he, yeah right okay he, he was like the okay. precursor to to uh the joker um okay. my other one is the joker joaquin phoenix mm-hmm. uh for all of the reasons that nick said i mean it, it was a realistic it was gritty I appreciated mm-hmm. the performance, which is very rare because I really don't like Joaquin Phoenix. I'm also going to go with Paul Dano. I love that yeah. whole psycho, crazy, like the ticks that, that he gave the character. Kind of just drives it home. They're, they're very subtle. but And then I'm going to go with uh, the Penguin. And in this Penguin will be portrayed by Burgess Meredith. Ah, oh, oh, boy. It's just fun to watch. He just—he was, yeah, he was
1: fun in that role, yeah. And then, if you like that um, version, if you like that version of the Penguin, he is the king of that. That's, that is—that is very true.
2: Yeah, he, right. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm going to go once again, and I—the the reason I started this, Nicholas, mm-hmm. uh, saying that uh, I misunderstood is because my fifth is not—I don't have an actor for my fifth, the fifth villain in my uh Mount Rushmore is Gotham itself. It's been portrayed in many different ways and many different uh styles, but the the, the town itself is what creates the villains. At each movie will tell you that. It it the it it, it is born they are a product of, the of their environment. Exactly. So in turn Gotham is my fifth villain. Interesting.
0: How deep yeah, Dean. Yeah. That is interesting (laughs) because that 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 is definitely something. That's good. That's a good answer.
1: That is something that drives Batman. That is that he 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 is obsessed with making Gotham a peaceful place for good citizens and trying to. He's convinced, obviously, as we all know, that there's more good people than bad people, and that that theme rides through definitely through the Christian Bale movies for sure. So, uh, without that passion from Batman to make the city. A Keith, great place to be. Yeah, anyway, so that's it, Keith. What do you got? Go ahead. What's your oh, thoughts there, on My number one Keith, villain is guys? Batman
4: so. himself, he's his Ooh. own worst enemy.
2: Oh, I like wow. that. Hmm. I like
4: Dean, that's all. that's a good one. He you, he that's did. A good one. I like it. All right, yep. but you know, that is a good point, though. If you think about it, uh, yeah. let's see, we know who number one is, it goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know. I don't know why some people don't like this character. You want to talk about a realistic portrayal of a villain? I love Tom Mr. Hardy. Mr. Freeze Bang. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. no, Tom Hardy is bang. I, I thought yeah. the voice, everything was just awesome. I, I love yeah. that character in that movie. Um, I'm a huge fan of Lee Merriweather in the old campy versions of Batman. I thought she brought sexy, especially like talking about the late 60s. Um, I just thought she was total sexy with the purr and all that stuff. And also I liked uh Liam Neeson. I'm mean, a huge Liam Neeson fan as Raza Ghoul. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. He
4: was good. And if I had to pick one more, uh it's I'm gonna say a tie between Anne Hathaway's version of Catwoman and Zoe yep. Kravitz.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, and
4: and and oh, honorable mention too, man. I love uh what's his name is uh scarecrow uh I lost his name already oh uh, Sil- uh silly, silly yeah i'm a huge yeah. fan of a show on uh, netflix called peaky blinders if you haven't oh, seen yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah man yeah, phenomenal yeah. He, he's great in that so I, I like his portrayal of the scarecrow so those are mine
2: that's very can, good brian right. before you go i could i jump in one time just um i, I know i i rarely interrupt but no uh I have an honorable mention that I wrote down earlier sure. that I want to get to. I want to go Harvey Dent played by Billy D. Williams just because it's motherfucking Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian.
1: It's a shame that I never got to develop that character. What are you uh, doing? Right. Here? Yeah. <laughs> Batman, what are you
2: doing here? What are you doing?
1: Which they did actually in the comic book. We talked about this probably there's a comic book series, Batman 89, that came yeah. out last year. And it carries on the story of that timeline of the Batman, and you actually get to see Billy D. Williams as the actual Two Face oh, so cool. in in the comics. So you can check that out. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, obviously a lot of overlap here. At number five, I got Paul Dano as the Riddler. All the things you guys just mentioned, very believable uh, psychopath. I love the riddles. Just the, the whole thing was terrific. I also have Tom Hardy as Bane. I thought it was. It, it, it was a definitely a real, a more realistic take on that character. Uh, and just, I like the whole terrorist thing that he was. It was just a scary guy. Every scene he was in, he was frightening with the mask, the voice, the look, the coat. And uh, he was definitely in control of that all that chaos in Gotham City. And definitely better so accent really than uh, in Venom. <laughs> yes, far cry from that. I also have Liam Neeson, Keith, number three. So uh, Ra's al Gul, I thought he was. That's a, uh, he, he's. It's people forget about him because that uh, Batman Begins. That was you know it was a number of years ago now, but he t- was a terrific, a terrific actor anyway. But he was a terrific villain. The training of and he, you go back and think about that. He trained Batman in the martial arts and the sword play and all that, and he was definitely a. And it took a train a, to kill him. Yeah, Keith, you're on mute.
4: Forget it. Forget. Uh, he taught him the theatrics, yes, know, of deception mm. and, and and fighting too. You know, uh, if you remember in the first one, he actually wore the uh, gauntlet that had the Batman spikes out of them. That's where Batman mm-hmm. That's got right. that from.
1: That's right. And he helped him overcome his his fear. I mean, he overcome his fear of bats mm-hmm. to take on that persona. He basically purposely created his own arch nemesis. Uh, if pretty interesting and, and the character in the comics is very very cool as well uh and i liked his appearance in the in the dark knight rises as well when he kind of mm-hmm. appeared in that spirit form or whatever and it helped motivate him to get out of the pit number two i got uh uh two jokers in a row here but not so you're thinking of here joaquin phoenix definitely is an honorable mention for me i didn't put him in this because it's not quite a full-blown batman movie so in my mind it's it's a Batman universe. But these are all... I kind of stuck with my mind with guys who fought Batman in the movie. That's why I didn't have Joaquin Phoenix in my Would you have counted pers- if he would have the fight. little
2: kid in his face?
1: Yeah, I would have counted. He did it. grab okay. his
2: face, did he not? He, did. he like,
0: grabbed his face through the... But, through but the, he didn't uh, fight him. There. It's he didn't true. fight him.
1: Uh, I have Jack Nicholson as the Joker, number two. So just a, a mm-hmm. different version. And at great. that in that era, at
4: that time, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, that is, you know, as, as Keith knows, it, it was I 1989. It. That was like the biggest, the biggest thing at the time. Huge, and it it was Batman everywhere, Batmania. Prince did the fucking soundtrack of that movie for Christ's sake. It was a Nicholson huge, was the huge movie.
4: In the world back
1: then. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, and you Robert talked about this. Wall in it. Come on, sure. But no, it's just, it just a great, great movie. And if that, And we've talked about this in prior episodes. If that movie would have failed big time, it might have hurt other projects getting sure. started with other... So that... Yeah, so he, I thought he was great in that role. Obviously more comic, but just kind of a combination of the comic book craziness and the dark,
2: killing joke-type version uh, Joker. Great... Because back then all actor, you had was... Version. I mean, you went from Richard Donner's Superman... Or you had the campy uh, TV shows of like Cesar Romero movie. as the Joker. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cesar right. Romero's Joker. Cesar that's that's all you had that to compare
4: to. Fish was you got to see the Joker before he became the Joker.
1: Yes. That was right. very interesting. That was yes. a cool
4: thing. He's a gangster. Yeah. And you saw yes. him go from that to total just, you know, back crazy. So that was kind of yeah.
1: cool. Very, very good. And number one, of course, Heath Ledger as the Joker. It's just, you can't. It, it can't touch him in that role. Just absolutely fantastic. He won an Oscar for it to for crying out loud. So that's what but I got. would he won the for...
2: Oscar if he didn't die. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I, I believe. Just so, yeah. Too. Too, too good.
0: Yeah, that role I think. Wrong. And there's even. I think I told I you mean, guys. I agree we, with
2: you. I just wanted. To, you know.
0: Yeah, You're I think fair. I told you guys about that. Uh, it's like basically the history of film. It's just called Movies on HBO Max. It's a oh, series, and they when they get to that stuff, they talk about that was the first time really that someone had taken a role in a superhero movie to that dramatic level, that believable yeah. dramatic. And they're like, you know, before that, you you know, you had the Iron Man movies and they out and stuff. You had a lot of different. Uh, superheroes and villains that were still very straight from a comic book. And there's nothing wrong with that to being, you know, fantastical and imaginative, but this was something that was the first time that someone took it there and it was it felt that real. It felt like this this person could exist in, in the real world and, and you know, wreak havoc. So it was kind of you know, just taking it to that dramatic level. So I, I think absolutely he would have won it either way. Yeah, he did um, some
4: terrifying stuff in that movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the scenes, like when the, uh, I forget the, the criminal name Mine uh, played by, uh, anyway, when they say, Hey, we got the Joker's body and the Joker's in mm-hmm. a trash bag, but he's alive. Yeah. When they, you know, there's like three of the bad guys left and he goes, Hey, we're a small group, but there's room for expansion. So we're going to have tryouts. <laughs> you don't need mm-hmm. break breaks one. The, yeah, breaks one the and half. yeah. 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 Basically saying, you know, three friends, you're going to have to kill each other. Yeah. to survive, you know. Yeah. They've kind of glossed that scene over, but that was really horrific when you think about it,
2: you mm-hmm. know. yeah. And and look at it just as an actor himself, what he went through, what he put himself through. I mean, if you look at it, he had to fucking act with Christian Bale. Yeah. 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 Very <laughs> difficult.
4: What if somebody threw us Very out good. a cue stick and said there can only be one of you left?
0: Well, Dean would be the one bent over the pool table without being asked, so we'd have to... Yep. <laughs> this is true. Yep. Don't you have to, so don't you know, have to break it out first. Yeah.
1: That's right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, I'm a fud-sickle.
4: Oh, no, I'm a fud-sickle. All right, well, speaking,
1: speaking of Batman actors, let's go into that there. So who are your yep. top your top five, if you want, but your top actors who played the role of Batman himself? So, Nick, we'll That's, go back hmm. to you.
0: You want me to start? Okay. Yep. Um, for me... Brian does. Uh, my favorite, as a kid, my favorite version of Batman, both in and out of the suit, as Bruce Wayne and Batman, was Val Kilmer uh-huh. in the these original four movies. Mm. Loved, ba- loved Val Kilmer. Thought he did both both roles justice. Um, number two, I have. There's. I shouldn't number them. They're not in really any particular order. Uh, ben Affleck. Okay, so Ben Affleck to me. Was a great version of Batman and Bruce Wayne. He just had the misfortune in being Batman in terrible movies. Uh, he to me was the anti Christian Bale. Christian Bale had the pleasure of being Batman in phenomenal movies for the most part. Uh, yeah. But I just he was not one of my favorites. So I really liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he was great as the older, grizzled version of Batman. Certainly mm-hmm. looks the part of a Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's a handsome gentleman, uh, beefed up for the role. He looked good as Batman, all that stuff. Uh, I will also throw in uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Uh, to many of us, he is the original Batman, yes. at least mm-hmm. in, in film and movie form. Um, you know, as you mentioned, in the uh, original Batman movie with the Joker and also in Batman Returns. Um, once again, just both in and out. They g- gave you a good balance of both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um I am also going to throw Robert Pattinson in here. Uh Robert Pattinson has immediately yeah. made his way into my top five. Um it, what exact order I don't know, but I, I really loved uh Robert Pattinson as Batman, especially. He just he kicked ass. Like he's just he's everything you want Batman to be. That guy on the street, just take no shit. Um like I said, I like that he was younger, brooding, all that stuff, but just he really kicked ass. Every scene he was in. He's just striking the fear in the heart of whoever he's chasing down. Doesn't matter if it's a common criminal on the street or one of these, you know, big crime lords. Um, just thought he was incredible in the role. I was really impressed. And then, uh, I'm going to give my fifth and final spot. It's going to be the legacy pick to Adam West. Uh, just because Adam mm-hmm. West to so many really yes. is the original live action Batman. And, uh, you know, in, in whether it's, uh, you know, it's whether it's a stereotypical way of the old-timey Batman or whatever. But it's Adam West is is the Batman voice, is the Batman cadence in which he speaks that a lot of people think of of the that old-school original Batman. So Adam West is going to round out my top five Bat- Excellent. Batman. Excellent. Yes.
1: Excellent. All mm-hmm. right. Who's mm-hmm. up? All right, Keith. Why don't we go to you this time, sir? You ready?
4: Okay. Well, geez, it's going to be a very familiar list because. uh my number five, I was going to say Adam West as well. Uh, it yeah. was a campy show, but he gave himself to that role. I mean, he did some things that bad actors wouldn't do. I mean, you think of the dance scenes. You know, with King Cut and all that. That too, see? That
2: see. That was literally what it was. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was a campy show, but man. at that Or
2: age, when he was on the uh, was... surfboard. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: The shark repellent. Yep. Yeah. That bat That uh, shark repellent. That belt had more crap in it, man. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, more like a bat backpack. But, uh, I love that. To me, as a little kid, there was nothing better on television. But it was our first time seeing. Batman, you know, himself. So I got to put him at number 5. At number uh 4, I got Christian Bale. The reason I got him at 4, the voice irritated me. Uh but I thought he was pretty cool. Uh I liked his Bruce Wayne for the yeah. most part. I was and, I
0: liked him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah,
4: so I'll give him at number 4. Um number 3 definitely has to go to uh um uh, boy this is going to be tough. I got to go with Michael Keaton. Um, uh, he just brought coolness to that role. Yeah, I, I, he was just so freaking cool in that role. I don't know any other way to put it. Um, that Batman was a big, big deal back then. They went all out. They had Prince do the the, the music to it. They brought in Jack Nicholson, like we were saying, he was the biggest actor in the world back then. Uh, yep. you brought in one of the ultimate heartthrobs. Uh, you know, to play the love interest, and even his uh, Alfred. You know, um, yep. That, that was that was huge, so I thought he was really good, and then my number two's got go to Robert Pattinson because it was just so true and real to who Batman really was uh it wasn't Batman, it was a dark night um and I just mm-hmm. thought the 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 whole detective thing, the anger the 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 mental issues I thought that was so real, and number one to me, I was going to scream when I found out this guy was playing Batman, but Ben Affleck <laughs> to me was the perfect Batman. I love the build that was on him. Uh, you know, looking at... I love the the, the outfit he had. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, I, I just love some of the lines he had. Um, and the way he fought was unbelievable. It was just great fight scenes. The best Batman fight scenes I've ever seen. Uh, next to uh, Pattinson, because those were very realistic. But his Bruce Wayne is what really got me. Uh, you know, because it was 2020... Well, well, it's 2022 now, but when that came out... It was modern Bruce Wayne. The car yeah. was unbelievable. I love when the flash said, What's your superpower again? He goes, I'm rich. You know, I thought <laughs> that was just awesome. And you saw the money, you saw the jet, you saw uh the 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 layout, you know, the penthouse, the Batmobile. He was building his own airplane. You saw the rich, 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 rich at Bruce the end Wayne. of
2: the movie when when uh, Clark asked him. How did you get the
4: house back? I bought the bank. Bought the bank. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just awesome. So that's I, a ball and, fucking move. I, I disagree. I love those movies. I like Justice League. First time I saw Batman versus Superman, I hated it. I watched it again. I so, saw wait a minute, this is really really cool. So I just really love mm. his portrayal. He was he's my favorite. I did like Val Kilmer the way he looked in the Batman suit. So
1: yeah, Yep. Yeah. Okay,
2: Dean. Okay, I have. I'm gonna. Again, very familiar list. Um, I'm I'm sensing a trend here that all of us might be off by one. Um, <laughs> so I will run through this. Uh, uh, I have number one. Well, again, not no particular order. Michael Keaton. He's the yep. original OG for our generation. He, you know, he's the first Dark Knight. You know. Because at my number two, you had Adam West, who was the, the original. You know, you, you, you saw him in action for the first time. You saw him in, as a as human form in the first time. He had the best voice, um, too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason they chose him the mayor of Quahog. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's true. Mm. Right. With a voice like that, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then I'm going to go uh, Robert Pattinson. I I was I'm as surprised as anybody that I'm choosing him on my list, but the dude was a badass. Um, I'm looking forward to what Bruce Wayne does and looks like in this form, but Batman was a badass. Now I'm going to go Ben Affleck again because of I mean yes, who doesn't uh, who doesn't love to fight for Martha? <laughs> it's, yes. it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. he was he I, was I a forget, great Bruce he Wayne.
4: Superman's butt. He didn't. He that didn't show how awesome Batman really is. People don't it, realize. It
2: took it, it took the batsuit version of the Hulkbuster, but right. But listen,
4: it. if he yeah. gets time, he's like Bill Belichick. Just give me time. <laughs> sure. Go over I you. I will figure it out. And he can beat anybody. Yep. That's yep. why I love this portrayal.
2: Yep. That's true. Um and then actually my number my number 5 is different than the yours 2s. Um I am going with uh Will Arnett. Okay. Oh, Lego, Lego Batman action. There you Lego go. Lego Batman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears> right. Right. Love,
4: I love like that.
2: the voice. If if you are if a lot of people you know when they say, you know, who's been doing Batman? Oh, how's the voice going to be? <clears throat> this guy's voice is too gruff. This guy's voice sounded too whatever. <laughs> Will Arnett's voice portrayal as Batman was fun. It yep. was gritty. It was. It, I I enjoy him as a Batman. It's the so. voice that everybody puts on when they do Batman. It's Will exactly. Arnett's
0: Batman voice. That's that's the one. Right.
2: It's Lego Batman. So I my number five is Will Arnett. Nice. All right. Respect. That's good.
4: So so far our lists are like Mexican food. Is pretty much all the same, just mix it <laughs> up differently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one ingredient yep. it's a burrito now. Open it up <laughs> and
0: add <enchilada. laughs> All right, Brian, who's yeah. yours? What do you let's what's yeah. who's on your uh top five?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, there's always so many to choose from, but yeah, we're we're all so number five for me, uh, Adam West. Um, like I said, Katie was the first chance to see Batman on screen, and Adam West was a great Bruce Wayne, he he took yeah, sure. the part. You got to see him more in that mentor yeah. role. He was really, wow. uh, probably of all the Batman with with a Robin in the movies mm-hmm. or TV, whatever, Burt Ward and Adam West was the definitive Let's take away that a, a really rich guy his... took in
2: a homeless kid. and
4: well, you'd, get, but... <laughs> you'd get seven to ten for that now. That's back the in yeah. yeah. Right. I tried it once, and I tell you what, I'm still in court. Uh,
2: yeah, see, <laughs> Bruce and myself are not a lot around parks.
4: <laughs> but don't forget too. Was there anything yep. cooler than that Batmobile?
1: No, that was that was awesome. That true. That, that was, that was the awesome. Best. Hey, guys, guys our age, that would be if you could pick a car you would like to have a replica of. That would be in the running for sure. Based you know, there's on only uh, a
2: handful of them left. The original ones and the wrestler. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler owned, bought one of them. He really? owns one of the original Batman mobi- Batmobiles from the series. Yep, very cool. I'd, I'd
0: probably drive the Mirthmobile from Wayne's World if I had my pick. <laughs> it had I a licorice a dispenser book. in the top. I mean, that's sure. yeah, that's a big point. Him. Yeah,
1: that's right. All right, so number four, I got Ben Affleck. I mean, I'm with you guys. I mean, I first heard him, I saw it, I'm like, eh but i agree with you it's just he he looked the part he was a great bruce wayne i like the older batman as well that's the shirt i'm kind of wearing here this is the older so this is the it's it's uh, the ben affleck bat but it's also from the comic the dark knight rises where they got the idea of the older grittier batman who beats superman with the big suit that's where they got that storyline by the way so uh ben affleck was what the, like you say the movies he was in were the writing and not his fault from him, from an acting portrayal of the role, Batman. Would, would like to see him do more. I am happy to see him and Michael Keaton in the next Flash movie come back and reprise those roles. So I think it's, I think it's interesting. I got Patton on my other too. Number three. I mean, he just like you say, the realism. The you, you really felt a guy suffering and still feeling the pain of losing his parents recently and trying to figure out to balance this life and like you said he doesn't want to be bruce wayne He only wants to be batman in these in the early stages the detective work the interaction with him and the riddler and all that was just just super super good uh christian bale i have number two like i said the the main thing is just it, it was mainly of the body of the writing and the actors around him but of all the Bruce Waynes, Christian Bale probably the best Bruce Wayne in my opinion because he was. Did Bruce playing... Wayne have a lisp? No, no. Wait a minute. Mm. He was pl- He clearly was playing up on purpose. He was playing a character of Bruce Wayne out in public. He knew what he was doing. He, uh, he, was that he, the Joker? Exactly right. He played it up. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He played. He played it up to where he had multiple women. The fancy entrances, the That's fancy cars, point. the fancy clothes, and he used his power to maintain his business and to help others. At the end of the day, he did help. He wasn't uh, helping out charities and... and, and uh, he was a
2: philanthropist uh, known in, ex- in the socialite in Gotham. Yeah,
1: Right, so... Did you uh, say he
2: was flating in Gotham? Might have been.
1: <laughs> you never know.
2: Uh, Michael Keaton you got that much one, money, so do what you want. Keaton
1: Michael Keaton, one? as you guys are, Yeah, Keaton's number one for me. It just... He was like you say, he was the first big screen Batman. Uh he played Bruce Wayne and Batman terrifically. Same type of deal. He had the 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 fun, normal Bruce Wayne, normal guy. I loved his interactions with Alfred in that movie. He was terrific. Yeah. And then when he became Batman, he definitely took on a different persona. It wasn't over the top. It was just kind of dark and brooding and he was on a mission. He was going to work. I love that line, I'm going to work. Yeah. Uh in that movie. So number one for me all-time Michael Keaton. There you go. He was go. Bruce Wayne. He had a very good
4: sense of humor. Yes. Uh, when when he walked in on uh Wolberg and uh, I don't know why I can't think of her name. Um Kim Basinger. Yeah, Basinger and uh he was like can I have a grant? And when he realized he had to go, he goes, "Hey, give Knox a grant." <laughs> and kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: I'll be I mean, case fan. of champagne to open. is like I don't know, uh no. six He's like, "Yeah, six. Open up 6 kids. Yeah. He's like, "I have all this money. I don't know what I'm doing." I'm trying to make all this work. <laughs> I'm not sure right. exactly. And yeah, just yeah, like a regular guy that had a lot of money that was dealing with some issues. And yeah, that was that was a really cool,
0: cool version. Kind of I like am. Nick. That's right. Just dealing oh, with some hey issues. Nick,
4: let's talk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a he does have Did his a own bobblehead.
2: Why don't you pull down Shokief, bobblehead Nick? I, drew, I do. I mean, how have, many of us, uh, do any of us regular folk have the bobblehead of themselves? How cool is that?
0: Yes, I do. That's you
4: correct. Go. You play for the Maple Leafs?
2: That's
0: right. Well, and Bobblehead Nick does, yes. so
4: That's awesome, dude. That's just cool. <laughs>
0: that was a uh, birthday gift from um, a co-host Dean there a few years ago from a birthday. So, yes, Bobblehead Nick hasn't been on the show for a while. He appreciates the cameo appearance. As yeah, he, always. he enjoys it. He's been be on
4: every episode.
0: He was for yeah. a while. He had a good little run there. We were asking for his He's... approval on things. Should be. Yeah. Am you I the coolest,
4: be. Bobblehead Nick?
0: Wait, let's. we got to start here. Is Keith the coolest? Yeah, yeah, yeah there he go. We go. Yeah, there we go. You might want to Nick's look
4: incredible. at some seizure medicine for Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk about this. But, but, Sorry,
2: Bobblehead Nick and Real Life Nick both of their heads go up and down a lot during that. That's life, true. Though. That's true. That That's is true. Right. Right. No. <laughs> right. Almost as quickly. Thought all right, so yes. almost,
0: almost.
1: <laughs> we could talk about this all night, but let's let's do real quick here as the last topic. I'm starting to see the. I think I see the bat signal out in the distance here. But uh, how about movies? Just, we we could, we could talk about more characters another time here, but just your top whatever Batman movies of all time. If you want to do your top five, terrific. Uh, okay. Whatever top few you want to name, go ahead, Dean. Why don't you start this time,
2: All right. Since we're probably running a little bit close on time, I will not. Uh, I mean, we've we've discussed characters and Batman yes. to, to understand what we all mean. Um, my top five: uh, Mount Rushmore. I have 1989's Batman. I have yep. the Batman 2022. I have Batman the Movie 1966. Ooh. I have the Dark The Dark Knight <laughs> Rises 2012. And then the Justice League, the Snyder Cut from 2022. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Come
0: on. Sticking to it. That was like watching two of the Batman back to back.
4: Mm.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Keith, do you have a correct answer
1: besides that one? or <laughs> You son of a. <laughs>
4: uh, I'm going to start off with number five and go with. Um of uh, the trilogy. Uh the the Christian Bale trilogy. Uh some of you know things about him annoy me, but those were just great fun movies. The first one was really really good, the second one, Heath Ledger took it to other level, and then the third one, I think that the Bane character was something exceptional. So I did like those trilogies. And then so I'm going to with... That's
1: your all one movie. It's, it's one selection yeah, for that's you one thing, the whole thing. Okay. That's fine. Five. Okay. Yep.
4: okay. Uh, number mm-hmm. 4, I'm going to go with uh the one we just saw, it the Batman. me a minute. Mm-hmm. I want to go see it again. I love it, and I'm not saying that because it's it's four is not bad. I mean, it's, they're just got to get an order here. Um, then I got to go with. I love the Batman versus Superman for number three, and then the Snyder Cut Justice League for number two. But number one will always be 1989 with Michael Keaton.
2: Wow. Okay. All mm-hmm. right.
4: So, so okay. you're right. He did have the correct answer, Brian. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Nick, Nick, what do you get? Maybe maybe you have the correct answer. Brian, I will have yeah. no such Justice League or Batman versus Superman movies in my town. Oh, this is going to
2: be good. Oh, this, no, this is, is all just, like Pokémon no shit and, and, <laughs> and weird anime we don't get. Uh,
0: I have uh, the the, you know, 1989 Batman, uh, Michael Keaton Joker Batman. Uh, I also have Batman Returns. I uh, thought that actually, <laughs> I uh, watched that with the with the aid of some jazz jazz cabbage uh, a few months ago, and I'll tell you okay. what, it held okay. up pretty good.
4: It was pretty was interesting. The second, Michael Keaton. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: but the Cat Catwoman, <laughs> Penguin. Yeah, Danny DeVito, Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. I don't know why I
4: hate those movies. Why is that? I, I, the villains were just too over the top to me. Jim Carrey was they were. so over the top.
0: They I were. Loved yeah, Tommy
4: Lee Jones, you mentioned, that, but I just thought it was just it was just too much. You know.
0: Yeah. yeah, they See, were I they didn't... were very they were like real life cartoons or like yeah,
4: comic books.
2: Yeah, I thought books, that ruined the books you know. for me. I didn't understand yeah. Um, yeah. Danny DeVito's penguin. Like, why right. was he so gross? Like, what right. was coming right. out of him? So, what happened? He had what, green stuff, he had and, then, he was, and then he was able yeah. to be shot a bunch of times and still live. Yeah. I, I didn't understand. I, I don't know what I don't know what that's yeah. about. Yeah. Like, what but was he superhuman? No, he had was webbed
1: hands and stuff. He was he was deformed, and his parents abandoned him. What okay, I really don't was, understand...
2: Green stuff coming out of his mouth for no reason? but What was that? Guy from living was, in the he, fucking he sewer was, is all yeah, like yeah. Eating a- now,
0: fish. Eating raw fish. What I didn't understand... Birds. What okay. I never understood <coughs> is when, when this happens, right? He's <coughs> born deformed. His parents, oh, they can't have that, send him down the river and it goes into a sewer. Why are there penguins in the sewer in Gotham How City? Penguins it don't live in the Gotham?
2: Penguins don't live there. I don't understand. But Payne found him. Name me the last major metropolitan city that took a sewer dweller and made them fucking mayor.
1: Just yeah, go go watch that movie sober, and you may you may rethink how good it is.
4: (laughs) And the last (laughs) baby, the last baby that was thrown in the water in the basket, actually set free five thousand Israelites out of Egypt. So there you go on that story. There
1: you go. There you You go. You have it. There
0: you have it. Yep.
4: Uh, that was so Paul Thomas Anderson, that was, right?
2: The, the, that we're talking about?
0: I have no? Returns. Okay, sorry, I have Batman Returns, which, uh, you know, craziness aside, and, and penguins raising children in the sewers aside, good movie. Sure. Um, sure. Uh, I have The Batman as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman we all just discussed. Fantastic movie. We all loved it. The Dark Knight Rises, also up there for me, is by far my favorite of the Christian Bale movies, and therefore, it is up there for me. And for me, uh, it will always be my childhood favorite. Uh, but Batman Forever is one of my favorites. It was the introduction of Robin. Chris O'Donnell is the. And here's my other thing. Before we get into yeah. different different renditions of Robin, there should only ever be. Unless Chris O'Donnell is playing Robin, I don't want another Robin. Yeah. I don't want it. Chris O'Donnell, A
4: Batmobile and only Chris O'Donnell had neon lights in it. I know. It was sick. And the
0: big wing on the back and the, the lights on the front. Oh, oh, man. Youngsters. Oh, oh it was youngsters. so good. It was so good. You could pull him to a raven that thing and it was it like fits right in. Look at that. It's great. Mm. Sometimes you don't want to kick your dad in the dick just because that's where you came from.
1: <laughs> it's like I guess I guess whatever whatever Batman you got a happy meal from, Keith, is this your favorite? That's true. Yeah. You <laughs> that's that's right. what I'm saying? That's maybe, right. maybe that's what it is. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, I I've got I've got the individual trilogy Christian Bale trilogies mixed into my top five. So that's 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 how I did it. So I got the Dark Knight Rises, number five. It was the weakest of the original trilogy, in my opinion. They, they kind of fell off the rails a little bit there, but sort of overall, overall good movie. The Robin character bringing in Jordan, uh, was it Joseph
2: Gordon? <laughs> Love it, yeah, Joseph was Gordon- was I would have liked to have no, seen that. That was uh, a great. Him to be Robin. Yeah, that was a or, great. Or the Dark Hate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Batman eighty nine number four. Again, just to. All the things we talked about, it was the first big movie, Batman. The Batman, number three. So, the Batman, actually, the newer one, at least in my mind, I mean, you asked me in a couple of weeks, it may change, but the newer one has the edge on the original just because of the realism, and I like the the early sure. stage mm-hmm. Batman. And uh, number two, Batman Begins. So, again, you haven't watched it lately. The Liam Neeson, Raza al Ghul, how Batman got his start, the whole yeah, him on the trek to get to the the you know the month play or whatever to, to get his training just the whole thing just you, you, it's easy to forget but go back and rewatch it quite good and number one the dark knight batman with heath ledger just the the by far the best of that trilogy and one of the best the best batman and and the the portrayal of 2 Face by the actor you mentioned too was a whole other uh not enough, maybe, part of that movie, but uh, mm-hmm. he was a terrific oh, version of Harvey Dent descending yeah, into uh, madness. I want to make sure my first one fish. What's that?
4: He was just that good.
1: Yeah, it really was. So That's what I get. Alright, guys, it's very, very late. Is there, are there any other favorite Batman characters, portrayals, anything at all you want to call out that, hey, just don't I... forget about this person in this role or anything of the kind before we Slide down the bat pole to end this episode. Go ahead.
0: I would just like to real quick on the way out, as we were discussing in bulk, the Batman. I thought Andy Circus as Alfred was fantastic.
2: Absolutely
0: love Andy Circus and anything, really? but as I Alfred, that. I re- did really? you really?
4: I thought he was Why? terrible. Really? Why? I I don't know. Just, Is, this too too Is this about um, Batman Forever?
0: Is this about the Batmobile?
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're good on that. Just <laughs> too much crossover. Alfred. Too much crossover. See, I keep forgetting this is in the end of year two, so I, I right. really got to understand that. Yeah. he's going to be an older yeah. gentleman, young, young Alfred. In time. Yeah, or young, oh, I keep Alfred. forgetting that. I'm going to go see this movie again for sure.
1: Yeah. 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 The best Alfred was Michael Caine, in my opinion. Michael Caine. Just, Michael Caine yes. is pretty good. Yeah. Terrific. This the whole mentor thing. The 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 love he had for Bruce. Okay, uh, I've got terrific. one
2: last question. Yep. Um right off the top of your head, gentlemen. We'll go one by one. Uh starting with Brian. Brian, just give me an actor you'd love to see as Batman that hasn't been done.
4: i am you here going, who the heck is Brian? Oh, you mean Fisher? I
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. I've
4: never told you Brian in my life.
0: <laughs> no, I, that's weird to hear you say that
1: actually. Yeah.
4: Thank,
0: go ahead. I've I've got two for you. One of the uh, traditionally ones that, I would, uh, that I've long since would have loved to see as Batman would be John Ham. He's a handsome fella. God damn it, That's, that was mine. John John Ham. I like if that. I'm, if I'm to give you another handsome man option to go as Bruce Wayne and would kick ass as Batman, Idris Elba.
2: You just took that out of my mind. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Dude, I was just saying that earlier. Uh, I was like, how badass would it be? And I didn't say necessarily Idris Elba, but like, you. With it being 2022, you can do anything. I mean, why not yeah. have an African American uh, uh, Batman? Yeah. Sure. First of all, I, how awesome would it, would just Alba look in the, the sky? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. would be fucking badass. Yeah. Get out of my the mind, accent. Nick.
0: Don't, don't even change the accent. Keep the accent. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Everything. Keep just it in English. English. Keep the whole is goddamn is thing.
4: As as, as yes. Bruce, I Nobody was going to Bruce name him. To be white. Yeah. I was going to name him, but I was actually, I've been rooting for years for him to play James Bond. I think sure. Oh yeah, yeah. See,
2: now I want him as Batman. Now I can't get that Damn. on my head. Yep. yep. See, Don't you you, you got into my head and uh, Keith's head. I'm look all at you, it. Nick. Molling it. Dang, That's
0: you're what I do. Jake, oh, next fight. thing you know, next thing you know, you're both going to be loving that Batman Forever Batmobile, and you won't. <laughs> all know right.
2: my, Oh, okay. <laughs> let's not go. Uh, <laughs> love uh, hey. uh,
0: If you say George Clooney, though, I'll punch you in the mouth next time I see you. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: No, I mean I, I do like the John Hamm idea. It, it is interesting. It might be I don't know. He would he would be a great Bruce Wayne.
2: He'd be a he'd be the best Bruce Wayne. He's he yeah. definitely has the has the build for it. So actually you know what would be fun to, yeah. to do a movie, uh, I don't care if it's a spoof or whatever, but uh and have Will Arnett do a live action Batman for a movie. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hmm. Even if he's like mm. older or you know whatever version, yeah. Yeah.
4: Who's this guy you just said would be a good bad man? I'm gonna look him up.
2: John Ham. Oh, John Ham. Uh, Will uh, Will Arnett. It's okay. from Mad, Will Mad Men. Will Arnett was the was the voice, but John Ham is the one you want to look up.
4: Oh yeah, he, he was, was in like
2: Mad Men and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah.
4: yeah. Hey guys, how about uh? I can't think of his name. Have you guys seen Titans?
0: Oh. Uh, you, uh from Game of Thrones.
4: The... No, you know what I'm talking about? Uh he plays. From
0: Game of Thrones. Uh John by the guy played uh, what did he play on Game of Thrones? Jon Snow? No, he
4: played uh Peter Not... Dinklage? No <laughs> Yeah, he'd be a great Batman. I want to see
2: him as Batman. <laughs> now now that's my pick. Peter oh, Dinklage.
4: E- Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn. <laughs> You never get to see him as Batman. but Well, you do a couple of scenes, but he plays mostly Bruce Wayne. He did a heck of a job. And if you guys haven't seen Titans, you're missing out. Uh, no. Robin is over. Oh, on HBO, yeah, it's the yeah, Teen Titans. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he becomes Nightwing. It is a very serious, deep show. It's got Superboy mm-hmm. in it. Um, but he plays a really great Bruce Wayne, man. And he, when uh, a Joker kills Jason Todd, He breaks into Arkham and kills the Joker. Hmm. And the the police are after him, and he just leaves. He leaves the mansion to Dick Grayson and everything, and he just goes far away, and he's in some other country about to commit suicide. It is an excellent portrayal of Batman.
0: Jesus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he
4: totally snaps. It I is, gotta pick well, it, that back up. I've this? only Teen seen Titans? the first couple. of
0: what, what, is... what is this? Yeah, it, it is. Titans. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's Titans. Titans. It's it is the Teen Titans, oh, but it's
2: yeah. just called Titans on Man, you, it. Man, I'm telling you, Keith just sold me on this one. It's Keith, you know, Keith, you know what you just did? What? You convinced. You convinced me. I, I convinced an idiot. I'm That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I got one for you, real quick. How about how about Jeffrey
1: okay. Dean Morgan? Okay. Ooh. Okay. So he's playing Negan in The Walking Dead now, but Dude, he would be a very older good... Batman.
2: Keep the yes. like the gray beard a little bit.
1: Yeah, I picture him as a yeah. as a you know the the distinguished Bruce Wayne yeah. type, who has the oh, same yeah. type of sense of humor and all that type of stuff. But he also has those violent tendencies, as 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 a like say the older grizzled Batman. It, it's a bit, probably have to bulk up a little bit, but. I picture him in that role. How about that?
2: Fun character yeah. choice for some reason. He has herpes. It hey, weird. Yeah. Oh. It'll work. Well, yeah. So yep. It's a character choice. Which
4: one of us
0: does <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Valid point there. <laughs> Dean's that guy in the boardroom during a movie pitch goes, okay, yeah, love it, but what if he had this weird thing where the character has herpes? It's like, yeah, I know you keep saying that, but we, stop trying to give everybody herpes. I, it wasn't me,
2: Brian's the one who gave us all herpes, so. <laughs> hey, should be sure of my glass, Yeah, you know? right. I, I don't know how you guys you. celebrate you should, your show, we go your to your the movies and dinner. <laughs> 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 we paid for the extra spot. That's right. Yep. We're subscribers. Um, the B spot, um, yeah. Ahead. So, no, no, well, Brian, go a, ahead.
1: No, great episode here, guys. We can keep talking, but before this episode gets into the length of the uh, the Batman movie, uh
4: yes. I
1: think it's about time to wrap it up here. It's it's uh, getting late. Uh, I'm going to flip over the uh, Shakespeare head and push a button and mm-hmm. ready to exit exit the set here coming up.
0: So, Da-da-da-da-da.
1: yes. Keith, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on, brother. Thank you We've so much. So Thank glad
4: you, it worked out. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank Good you. having you, man. Absolute pleasure. Nick,
2: absolutely. And if Nick ever so, wants to hang out with us in real life, you'll get to meet him in person someday. That's yeah, right. Like
0: that's pleasure. right. So the second that's that right. you and Brian hang out without Dean, you let me know. Well, okay. wait, what? And I will be what? there.
2: No. What? <laughs>
4: We got to so, get
1: the two, the two shows together, too. That'll be a hoot. That's absolutely yeah, fun. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so so look for look for Keith and, uh, and me as well on our other podcast, It Came From Gen X. You can find us out there on all your major podcast platforms as well. We also have our own website, It Came From Gen X. Check us out there. Keith, do you have any upcoming shows? And you, you can find you
2: uh, Nick and I behind a dumpster at your local uh, convenience store.
1: That, that's right, as usual. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yes, yeah, so, better I do fish uh, on the twenty first. Yeah. That's a Thursday. I will be playing. Uh, it'll it's called BPM, which stands for Brooks Porter and McKenzie. Uh, Eric Brook, one of the most uh, famous musicians out of Canton. Al McKenzie is the bass player for Firehouse, and we will be playing at Lou's Tavern uh, out on Lincoln Way on the twenty first. And my band Mixed Nuts will be playing on the twenty third at uh you know what i have no idea well that'll be while he's looking (laughs) at it while he's
2: looking that up might i say i saw mixed nuts live and they were freaking awesome thank you brother i mean damn near just quite entertaining if you you, when he finds the date go see them
4: appreciate it i'm glad you were there okay so we'll be doing a show at uh but but It's called. It's it's close by too. I know it's on Talmadge Avenue. It will be uh on no on Triplet, Triplet. Okay. Uh, it's called uh Fire and Ice.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes okay. Fire and yeah. Ice on
4: Triplet. So that's April. 23rd. By Strickland's over there. Yep,
1: yep. yep. By the Akron, uh, old Akron Airport there. Yep,
4: yep. So uh, we will be with uh, Stealing the Covers, who you guys saw us with. Yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. So same show. So
0: terrific. Very cool. Very good. Come
2: well, on, if
4: man. you would like
0: to
2: find somewhere to transfer spending
4: no, your no, time. No,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> this will be bullshit if you don't do this in the fucking voice of Batman.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Ah, All
2: right.
4: Your point. All right. There
1: you go. There you go. Settle well, in.
3: That time <clears throat> of the night has come. It is time for us to retire deep into the Batcave and when you are in the bat cave doing all of your super secret detective work you must go to google and search in convincing idiots link tree l-i-n-k-t-r-e-e there you will find links to facebook instagram twitter our youtube channel as well as all the platforms you can listen to our podcast and don't forget tiktok as well as our website convincingidiots.wordpress.com. So, the next time you seek vengeance, look no further than convincingidiots.wordpress.com. For this episode of Convincing Idiots, I am the Dark Millennial, Nick.
4: I thought I was the Dark Millennial, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> And enough roles for white guys. You got to be the Dark <laughs> millennial as well, really, Nick. Seriously, jeez. <laughs> Me nor Ildris Alba can get a role. Yeah. You could be the. You could be like the the the,
1: the shady Gen X or something like that. Whatever what <laughs> <are> you. <Sure. laughs>
2: the shadow shadow Gen X shadow.
4: I wasn't a big channel play for you. Guys.
0: Ooh,
2: there you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. Vengenex. There you go. Vengeance. But <laughs> Nick, that, there was you a go. good,
4: that was a good I need a bowel movement voice. That was great. That's <laughs> I, <was laughs> I your that.
0: voice. A little bit. Not
3: too bad. Well,
4: I'm into the enemas. All right.
3: <laughs> Nothing, some <bourbon> won't help.
2: <laughs> I'm doing that now. I am Xenial Dean. I am Jen. X.
1: Brian. That was a blue, we Shatner uh, Adam West voice <laughs> there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A, a hybrid. Yes.
4: I don't think it's Jimmy Stewart. So I don't...
3: And with us is Porterhouse Keith Porter. So for this episode of Convincing Idiots, have we convinced you that there are many places in Gotham City for many different versions of Batman and none of them are George Clooney?
4: Martha.